Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh shit. I forgot one thing. I forgot one thing. Shit. Oh, that's cool, Flux. Sorry, it's my boy in chat. I was just <laughs> trying not to, I don't know, do a lot of responding, I guess. I don't know. I'll keep it in the, in the talk. <laughs> okay. I forgot one thing, otherwise uh, Hawkeye's going to have a cow. Yeah, our the editor, my editor that uh, fixes things. Oh, uh, okay. You. All right, just just ignore the wonderful, wonderful uh, bear voice that comes in. Now recording. Shut the fuck up, Craig. <laughs> what did Craig do, bro? <laughs> Dang. A lot of hostility. Chris is letting you know he's doing his job, bro. Dang. <laughs> like, I'm here for work, boss. And you're like, oh, fuck that <laughs> yeah, that's what, he, that's what he tells me whenever I show up here. Damn. That's just messed up, bro. I know. I guess at least you have your expectations set. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. like, I only come up, I only come up from the base. I only come up from the basement every like half a month. So <laughs> I send you right back to where you need to be. Yep, that's it. Here I go, guys, on my way to some verbal abuse. <laughs> well, don't worry. I got Pearl with I got Pearl with me. You you got oh. the defense Pearl. That's, is that yeah. the uh, emotional support doggy? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, for sure. I have my emotional support cats that aren't <laughs> present, but I was gonna say the same same thing for me. So, what cats? Uh, yeah. Your cat guy? Yeah. I mean, I like both, but. I, I'm just out and about so much that like dogs are. I, I feel like they would just be prisoned half the day, and I don't want to do that to a dog, man. You know? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I would oh, feel shit. bad. Like the cats, they don't really like. They're like, nah, dude, it's cool, whatever. I'll see you in like a day and a half. <laughs> <laughs> like we're we're fine, man. We're good. Everything's clean. We got food. We're chilling. Yeah, it's fine. Big chilling. Dogs hey, come, you know, dogs are like, dude, what's happening? Hey, Disney. Son of a bitch, this fucking headband doesn't want to cooperate. All right, whatever. All right, uh, Otto, I'm gonna try to handle intro if you if you can do out because this is killing me. But uh, all right, believe it podcast episode 21, 21 weeks of this. Otto, I just saw you're at 20 months. Our Twitch baby's pretty fucking big. Yeah, it's like this is this is also the podcast <clears> which <throat> uh, Turtle completely loses his voice. And then I got to do tomorrow night with MVK. Goes out halfway through. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right, host Turtle. We got Otto stepping in as a co-host tonight, and then we got our guest Gunner. Gunner, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. Can't complain. I mean, I can, but it doesn't do much. <laughs> <laughs> we were hanging out in your uh, chat in your chat there the last game. Yeah. Hey, okay. I'm me, me struggling. <laughs> I'm like, what am I doing wrong? Like. <laughs> Uh, let me it's like uh whenever you do that uh hit me up uh gunner it's like i can probably uh help you out a lot in your overwatch games yeah man i uh i mean i played a lot of played a lot of like warzone for a while there apex like cause I've, i mean i used to play overwatch one way back but it's it's been a while so now I'm trying to get back into overwatch two and it's like oh yeah uh, it's like I, I can't even tell you the last hero they added when i left like it was so early in the game uh, let's see. Early in the game, like for me, 
Like I didn't, I didn't know Sigma. I think it was like right before they had a Doomfist, maybe. In Overwatch one, like when I stopped playing. Jesus, Louise, that's a. Yes, Jeez, I think is. that was back in like late 2017, early 2018. Yep. That sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds accurate. As you can oh, tell, yeah. I've been Overwatch for <laughs> ever since season two. Oh, okay. So, so I'm a, on the grind. Yeah, so I'm pretty much like an Overwatch veteran. Nice. Yeah. He's also I'm a like, healer main. Okay, healer main. See, yeah. I'm kind of like figuring out where I should be, like as far as roles, I guess. Mm-hmm. I feel like I do good healing. Um, DPS, I don't feel like I do bad. I don't know. I don't know if I like stand out as good enough to be maining DPS. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like, like it's like every it's like don't worry about it. It's like everyone kind of uh, gets into their niche at some point uh, yeah. during Overwatch. Like once you once you pick up a character or like a specific list, tank, DPS, or a healer. Once you get into that role, or once you figure out which role that you really like being, then yeah. you start going like, okay, so which of these characters do I really like playing? Yeah, Possibly kind of a down. second or a third, just in case. But yeah, yeah it does take it does take a long time. There's so many heroes. It's like, yeah, that, that, I think that's why that is. It's like, there's so many heroes, and like, you gotta try and learn their abilities to really see if you like them or not. Mm-hmm. Or, and you know that takes some time and then you got to do it with like i don't even know how many heroes are in the game like i like 20 something <laughs> i don't know uh i believe there's at least 30 right oh uh as of currently i think 32 the list is even bigger on fucking siege like I, I try playing siege and i just get shot through floors and it's it's cool it's a really good time <laughs> <laughs> see i prefer siege oh, over any yeah. of the other games but oh. But uh, I tried playing Apex with Otto for a little bit. I found a character I liked. Otto, I honestly can't remember which one it was. It's the dude that does the reanimation or whatever. Or he can revive or whatever. I don't remember. It was the, it was the Reaper looking dude. It was the Reaper looking dude. In Apex? Uh, yeah. Apex. I'm trying to think who it could be. Maybe I'm tripping. Revenant? Yes. Is it Rev- yeah. Oh, Revenant. Oh, yeah. Oh, he yeah. has. The he has the gi- okay. You're saying the totem. The, that, yeah. The, yeah. The giant totem yeah. comes out from the ground. Yeah. 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 Yep. I got you. When you're saying revive. I was like, wait. I thought. I thought it was a thing like, like that. Like not. No. No. You're good. It's. It, it's his ultimate. So like you click into it and then essentially that life like you can kind of just toss like you could just full send it or whatever and then you just go right back to the totem. Huh. Yeah, uh, and I looked it up. Apparently, there are thirty-five heroes in Overwatch Two. Uh, Thirty-six <laughs> coming out sometime next year. Now, how many are there in Apex? Because I feel like there was a lot in Apex too. Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, like I could probably like run a list in my brain. I want to say like was probably four. I was uh, twenty-two. 16, Twenty. Yeah, I was gonna say I was like sixteen for when I was like one of because the way they have it set up, I'm like looking at the. In my brain, I'm looking at like the list, and I'm like, <laughs> I go, I go down, and I'm like, huh. yeah, there are 22 characters in the in Apex. Okay, yeah. Now, Gunner, I know you as a Call of Duty guy. Um, how do you feel about the new one? It's the elephant in the room. Everyone's probably talking about it right now. I've, how do you feel? I played a little bit of the beta. Um, I, I actually didn't get it just because I don't, I don't. Wars after playing Warzone for so long, and I know it's different than like campaign co- or multiplayer con yeah no bro you're like whoa what yeah no yeah. no that's not the that's not the answer i was expecting at all 
I just, I don't know. I think I'm just like mentally, my brain is just like off cod. You know what I mean? That's where, like, that's where I've been for five years. That's where I've been yeah, for yeah. five years. Like for me, it was just so much to do with like the TTK, like the time to kill in the game and stuff. Like I, I just feel like as it went on and there were already certain weapons and stuff that like just kind of reduced the skill gap or the skill ceiling, I guess. And then, yeah, cause, it's just, yeah, it's just, it, yeah. Cause like, I think it was like, wasn't it in like, um, MW2 or MW1, the, uh, dual, uh, dual, yeah, um, 1887s. Bingo. Yeah. Yep. I know. Cause, cause like, I remember, <laughs> I, played, I remember, I for a I think, while, dude. It's yeah, like, I think that was like the very first time in which I, I heard just how OP some of those weapons can get. Well, even so, like, like literally then, like snipe across the map. Yep. Yeah, man. They, yeah, it's like, and they're they're akimboed, you know what I mean? And they're like lever action. So that you're shoot you can shoot pretty fast. So if the first shot doesn't kill you from 35 feet away, then the second one will. Like you <laughs> you pretty much peek for a second and you're dead. Yeah, it's like I tr- it's like I tried multiplayer all the way back in least I think it was MW two or three. Yeah. When I was finally allowed an internet connection, basically. Yeah. But I hate I really did not like it. Maybe because there was just no strategy. Uh, I would just walk out and I was and I would just like drop and it's like what the hell killed me it's like oh a sniper from hiding in a bush like on the other side of the the map and I'm just like you know and after doing a couple rounds of that I'm like I'm done like I've been at that point I'm just like I'm just gonna focus on the campaigns for these hey Shadow Moon how you doing hey Shadow Moon even with like uh like Warzone and stuff um you know, which is like majority of what I was playing because like, you know, Warzone was like fun. I, I enjoyed it. But it's just like keeping up with the metas is literally like a every three day thing. Like you're changing your loadouts, have to get new guns, have to grind for attachments on this gun because now like somebody found some overpowered combination of it. Like it, it's just. I don't know, man, it's just too much like it's cool. Like maybe they're updating, adding stuff, whatever. But like the balancing to constantly be updating stuff and then to try and balance it is already mm-hmm. a difficult task and then like the TK yeah, in the, there and like it just i don't know it just doesn't add up yep. well if you ask me but i mean and then and then it's like a, you keep adding in like uh new guns new maps uh you know dlc guns uh yep. some that are just completely overpowered others that are just like surprisingly weak and trying to balance all of the guns around a single thing it's like uh, I don't know if you can see, but she's uh, over there right now. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But but I, mean, I, I get, but it's like it's just it's just one of those things where it's like it's the kind of the pitfall of a lot of games like that, where it's like trying to find trying to balance. In uh, yeah. and Cod, and Cod's case, uh, the perks and the guns, and games like Overwatch trying to balance all the heroes to make sure you know not one of them is completely overpowered, but. Yeah. Uh, in all honesty, in those kinds of games, it's kind of impossible to really balance everything so everyone and everything is on the same playing field. Oh, There's yeah. always going to be like one character, one gun, one skill that is just literally leagues above everything else uh, until it gets nerfed into the ground. Hey, remember Decisive Strike Turtle? Mm-hmm. I agree that DS should have been messed with from launch. Launch DS was broken. Now, where it was, where it was last year, where it was last year is fine. It should have stayed right there. But 
of course, we can't have that. We can't have borrowed time where, it's, where it was. It's too broken. Survivor-sided. Survivor-sided game. <laughs> it's funny. It's great. My boy Dyrox hops in chat, and he says, uh, <clears throat> get your dick out, Gunner. That's just, that's the best thing. <laughs> that's that's, mo- that that's on, the most uh, over to- podcast or on Twitch. That rocks. I think. I mean, I mean, that's like, the most overpowered weapon impossible. So, <laughs> I mean, like, just wait until Tipsy gets here, then you can do it. Oh, okay, cool. So I just gotta, it's just gotta be proper timing. All right, that's good. <laughs> that probably won't be tonight. That'll be tomorrow night. Oh, dude. But corn should be here. Corn should be here. Drop the OF in there. <clears throat> wait, what? What? Shadow Moon, that's great. Being off three days. I only get two, but whatever. <laughs> no, my boy Flux is hopping in. He's like, you can do it once. Like, just uh, once is fine. Yeah, once is fine all the time with everything. Catch a seven day ban and be back, bro. We're chilling. Take a week off. Vibing. I don't think anybody's going to rat me out anywhere. We're okay. Been playing DBD for six years and too much of us. <laughs> oh, that's another game I've been trying to get into. My boy's been trying to teach me. He's like, which one? Daylight. Ooh. Yeah, that game is just like I had some I mean like I have fun in it, but you just can't like I just can't expect to do anything really like anything flashy. Like I'm just like I'm gonna run away. Here's a generator. Okay. He's like, here, do this. this." I'm like, yes. Yeah, it's like that game, it's like that game right now is one of those games in which you can't really enter it off the bat without like getting completely curb stopped. Oh yeah, uh, you hey, really I mean, have to like build it up, or you can do the uh, other thing, basically saying "screw the rules, I got money," and just buy the perks and everything. So that way, you yeah, at I least mean, have a fighting too. chance. Yeah, and Apex actually kind of shares that too. I, I personally, I, I mean, I don't want game like games. You don't want them to be to the point that it's like impossible to get into for new players, or like for them to have to resort to like putting money into the game for it to be enjoyable. But like, you also, I don't want it to be like. Like there has to be like that learning curve. I think that's what makes games exciting and fun. You know what I mean? Like and that's how Siege yeah, was. That's how Siege was. Like it's completely tactical and everything. You gotta learn. There's a huge learning curve in that. Gunner, you can agree on that. Oh See, yeah, no, that's exactly like that's what I was saying about getting shot through walls or floors or whatever. Like that is. That's what. That's when Siege was fun. Now, now it's completely Call of Duty. You run in there as Ash, shoot people in the face. There is no tactical. There is no, I got to do this, enter this door, uh, enter this window, go in through this door, breach this wall, and then win. It's none of that no more. It's run in first person to play as Ash and go in there with, with the R4C and shoot people in the face wins. Yeah, it's kind of like losing its identity almost. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like that's kind of one of the reasons why I love the Souls games so much. All of them, Demon <laughs> Souls, Dark Souls 1 through 3. Bloodborne, Sekiro, and now Elden Ring. It's like once it's like all those games have a learning curve, but everyone starts off on the same playing field. It's like yeah. basically just you spawn in, you have this equipment, you have these skills. All right, off you go. Have fun. <laughs> like, good luck. Well, yeah, and I mean, and those games are trial by fire for real. Like you just have to try and try and try and try and like figure you figure strats out or like learn what to do what not to do when to do it you know what i mean like i've never really played them but i've watched them i've like watched a lot on them i think they're pretty cool but it's Mm -hmm. just like trying to keep up with shooters like shooters has always been my main thing and trying to keep up in any game i'm playing is pretty much you know working full-time 
trying to like edit stuff, then trying to stream. And it's like, how much time do I really have to devote to just like learning a game as well? You know what I mean? That was the hard part for me, uh, Turtle. You know, you said like I played a lot of COD. It's like coming out of COD and then going to Apex. Like, yeah, they're both shooters. Sure. So like aim is going to be reflexes, aim, that stuff will kind of carry over. But like learning the different legends, their abilities, how they interact, how you want to like who's meta as far as legends, how you want to stack your comp, all that stuff. It's like, yeah, and the, it took a and while. It's just, yeah, and then it's just like a lot of those games in the same genre will typically try to have differences. So that way each one of them can try to stand out a lot, a little bit more than the others. Yeah. Like I am. Um, like like cod and uh, apex like you were saying like if you try to play those two games like exactly the way that one plays like if you play apex learn the game and then try to bring those exact skills into cod um it's like a lot it's like some things will carry over like your aim practice and things like that but because you but because you typically don't have that same kind of mobility in apex uh in cod outside of the uh futuristic uh cods uh those skills will be kind of be laid to the wayside uh, i'd say the same thing about valorant oh yeah yeah but i think it's the same way like like you said like like you know aim transfers a lot of the like stuff that's shared between games you're going to be able to transfer you know what i mean but like valorant especially stands out like you have to have the right comp know how to play like and even its mechanics are pretty different like you can't go into valorant like it's cod you're just going to get bodied like i mean you you can't move and shoot like it's completely exactly. different yep that's it, the biggest part like that fucked me up so bad because i was so used to playing siege and being adsing the entire time and you don't you don't do that in valorant you got to stand still if you want the best shot you got to stand still and if, I, even, I, like, I can't do that control like even like the recoil control so like and this is like honestly this is one reason i was never like super into like csgo and valorant because i kind of timed it like very similar obviously valorant's got the abilities and stuff you know what i mean um but like csgo like forever ago and valorant now uh just like even the recoil control in them is so weird every other game the recoil sends your gun up you pull down you know what i mean hit your shot Mm -hmm. valorant is like your gun's gonna recoil but after so many shots you gotta like aim at the floor and your bullets come out like upward like i don't like that for me my brain is like wait like i don't get that (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's like, and then there's and then there's other FPSs like Overwatch, which are m- completely like mainly ability based. Which yeah. proc- it's like using the correct ability at the right time can really turn a battle around or get an important kill. Like try pl- like right now in Overwatch Two, the challenge for either everyone in chat or any of us here, if we're any ma- if any of us are maskists, uh, try playing Overwatch Two. Try winning a round as like any character that's ability based like soldier 76 and try to win that game with just WASD jump and shoot. Yeah. Try, try playing characters that are so ability based just with shooting and movement and try winning a game like that. It's like, you're, you're going to have a very rough time. Yeah. You have to respect how each game is played. I mean, that's kind of that's why I like I like Apex so much is it's kind of like a mix between, you know, you have like your hero shooters type deal and then like hot, like COD style stuff, just running gun, whatever. It kind of I don't know. For me, I think it kind of bridges the gap. And that's that's why I, I can give it that. I can definitely give it that. 
Well, I mean, like it's from the same developers as Titanfall 2 and that game's and that game's gunplay is amazing from what I've played. I, the movement. Uh, I, I did like Titanfall. I, I really, really did. It's one of the few and games that I played a lot of. And instead of getting Titanfall 3, we got Apex Legends. <laughs> I'd rather prefer Titanfall 3, but yeah, me too. I used to play yeah. Titanfall and Titanfall 2 a bit, man. The movement on him was so good. That the the Titan fighting, like it just I, I, that, that was my favorite part. That was honestly yeah, my favorite part. It was cool. It was Imagine really ahead. It was pilot, but it was really ahead of its time. It was well, and Titanfall two, from like what I understand, still has a pretty dedicated fan base. Like there's still like I still see stuff about it, hear about it. Like I mean, even I don't know if you guys like heard about it, but and I can't remember how long ago it was now, but like there was uh. There was like hackers or cheat, like something. They were like messing with the servers in Titanfall. And oh, people yeah. Were like, people were like up in arms. And this is like a year or two ago, I think. Maybe like, may, probably, I don't even know if it was that long. But it's like, you know, how long has it been since Titanfall 2 came out? And for it to be like, make that big of a splash. Like, I remember seeing like articles and stuff about it. Like, people were dedicated to that game, man. Play TF2 after playing Apex. I'm annoyed with how terrible Apex is in comparison. That's what my boy Flux said. The movement, I mean, yeah, the movement. Definitely, I feel like Titanfall, like, uh, like there's a lot more, like, you could kind of solo it a bit in Titanfall. Apex is, like, very team-based. on one second, guys, I'm sorry. It's like, I guess, I guess for that, it truly, <clears throat> yeah, I realized that he muted himself. I just, I don't know. I miss the Titanfall games, but I don't know how well Titanfall 3 would do in times like right now when everybody either wants a competitive shooter, like your Siege, like your Valorant, who actually would want something just fun like that. I mean, I, I know I would, but what about the needy people? I think honestly, I think if they built like they could keep Titanfall's identity, and I think it still could kind of be competitive. I think if it got the scene around it, I think it could. I think there could be, you know, I mean, obviously the map style would probably have to change. They're super open, so if you're doing like a five to five, you know what I mean? Like it's just it's just gunfighting at that point, like one v oneing. Yeah, it's like, and pl and plus the simple fact that it's like that competitive nature kind of has. Uh, I know, honestly, like if they had just basically made another Titanfall 2, but just, you know, uh, really ramped it up and made everything better, uh, new equipment, new Titans, new skills, like all of that stuff, uh, I'm pretty sure you'd be getting a lot of people coming to Titanfall 3. And I'm pretty sure just with that fact, uh, a competitive scene would most likely come around. Especially if they, especially if they say, like, um, you know, the developers behind, Titanfall 1, 2, and Apex Legends and attach that to Titanfall 3. Like, I'm pretty sure you get a lot of people. Well, and you just look at the comments on, like, Apex videos and stuff like that, and there's always Titanfall 3. Like, uh, people are always like, ah, we didn't get Titanfall 3. Like, there's a bunch of people out there that want a Titanfall 3. Like, there's a mm. lot. And, there, and then there's even, this is even kind of more niche to, like, I want to say Apex. Like, I mean, COD, you have, like, like we haven't really touched on this. It's, like, movement in games. Right. So we kind of touched on Valorant. Like you can't like you have to know that movement. Like you can't really move while shooting. 
Um, mm-hmm. Like Apex, there's like a momentum kind of base to it with like your movement and sliding, being able to wall bounce, tap strafing, which is essentially like tap strafing is if you're running this way, you jump up in the air and turn around this way with the same amount of momentum, no momentum loss. And you can pretty much three, like 180. You know what I mean? But there's what I'm trying to get at is there's so many players in Apex that are literally just dedicated to becoming like movement gods. So if a Titanfall 3 came out, those players would be, <laughs> they'd be bricked up, dude. They're ready to rock, like for sure. It's a good, and uh, Apex Legends and a lot of other games, movement is like the number one thing to really get, to really nail down. Because like there's from what I've seen of it, there's a lot of like little things that you can do in Apex mm-hmm. that uh, only skilled players can do. And oh boy, it's like those people can really do work. Like, um, I guess well, I guess technically like in any game when you get experts to really run it like yeah. um, like a, like a Dark Souls once again. Like, uh, I'm pretty sure the world record for the speed run of that game is less than 20 minutes. It's like because people because experts know the game so much inside out that they know all the glitches. They know the best ways to go through. They know where the best weapons can be. They know the best speed. And it's honestly insane when you see those those players uh, come in and show off what they know. Well, it's like even with um, was it like I think it was about Elden Ring. Like you know when Elden Ring first came out, like everybody was playing it, everybody was streaming mm-hmm. it. Like and you know you would just see clips of people just getting absolutely bodied constantly, which like again trial by fire. Like that's kind of how the game is designed, right? Um, yeah, it's a little from from software. So yeah, yeah, and but like I remember you know shortly after it was probably like a, I don't I don't even know how long it was after release, but there was a guy um. And I guess in Eldering, you have the ability to like other players can join and like help you. Um, uh, yeah, uh, and uh, there was all the and all the from software games outside of Sekiro, you can summon players. Okay, well there was I remember there was this guy and they like he I forget what they called him, but he was essentially like he didn't use any armor. He was like naked with like a bucket on his head, like that was like his whole. Oh, let me tell her. Yeah, and he would literally like these people are kitted, like just struck, like they have. I don't want to say every advantage, but in comparison to him, every advantage that they, you know, they should make it easier for the game easier for them versus him. Mm-hmm. But he comes in with like barely anything and just solos bosses, like doesn't, you know what I mean? And it's literally yeah, it's like like just his ability. Yeah, it's like just in case uh, uh, Turtle doesn't really know who that is. Uh, let me, let me solo her was a, uh, su- was a, a summonable, was a, a summonable dude. That uh, I think he said himself that he spent hundreds of hours fighting one specific boss, and then he started putting down his sign um, in front of her boss, um, uh, the boss of Melania, the same lady whose picture that I have. Uh, that boss is so notorious, mainly because I that I think I heard of her is <laughs> that stupid waterfall dance move. <laughs> Otherwise, I love her fight. Anyway, so. He started sub- he started putting down his summon sign for others in front of her boss door. So that way, uh, if anyone's having trouble, he can uh, they can summon him in. And if you if uh, they actually do let him try to solo her and he can. It's honestly That's insane. Great. Like if you can That's find great. a video of him, like literally soloing her, 
I'm pretty sure there are actually videos out there in which he doesn't even get hit once. That's yeah, like, that's insane. And like, and, and you know, all games have like those players, like the experts, right? Like, if you guys are ever interested, if you want to see um, like Apex, like the ability, like the difference in movement, you could look up a player. His name is Fade. He's like really renowned for his movement. Um, but like, it will show you like the difference between like, you know, you have your newer players who obviously it's not that good. You have like players who are kind of starting to put it together and then this guy's just like on a whole other level like he's like, yeah, dancing, like the, dancing around you and then in three seconds you're dead like it's yeah, it's like, it's insane. Yeah, it's like a, there's like those kinds of games with a, like a, a low skill floor but a high skill ceiling it's insane just what someone can do when they've practically mastered the game my boy flux said he has killed her over 1000 times <laughs> uh, let me solar her has killed that boss a thousand times he said he wears the Bingo. jar helmet uses river rivers of blood and a i'm probably gonna butcher this uchi gatana yeah uh those were the those wrong. were the typical ones <laughs> no no you were correct uh like, uses, uh, uses those two katanas to try and proc bleed as many times as he can which okay. is surprisingly a lot because one because um you know both weapons inherently have bleed and i think I think arcane scales with bleed in that game. I don't remember, but uh, procking bleed does a percentage amount of a of the uh, boss's health. So if you can constantly keep oh, procking okay. that over and over and over and over again, you can whittle a boss's health down really quickly. There's a reason why bleed builds were seen as are seen as completely OP. In, yeah, in I Elden mean, Ring. if it's a percentage, then it's just you only have to do so many hits you know to kind of get it where you need to be where, where i guess if it's damage versus hp like if you know i obviously i don't like know a whole lot about Elden ring but let's say you do a thousand damage a weapon does that's going to be a lot more effective against the boss who's got ten thousand hp than one who's got like 100k hp you know what i mean like just it's like it's, uh, uh however they uh from software did try to balance that by um every time uh something crocs like a bleed uh, a boss gains like some resistance to it they never okay. get a full they never get a full immunity uh, outside of some bosses uh, who already have immunities to it they never get an immunity to it they just build more and more resistance to it so that way like if it takes four hits to proc one bleed they'll take like five or six hits to proc another and then seven to eight to proc another and then it just goes from that Kind of trying to like reduce spamming as being in like an effective strategy uh pretty much like, i can't remember uh, i remember there's i can't remember what game it is i know fighting games do it like with like stamina and stuff but if you just sit there and just click the same button again and again and again and again oh yeah those actually be oh, yeah those um those the uh, magic uh spammers <laughs> yeah, yeah like, you, you'll, be, you'll be penalized for that you know what i mean so it's kind of i guess like the same thing your penalty is that it's not as effective uh, pretty much however they didn't really do a very good job since uh the resistances are only so much so you can still proc it relatively easily doesn't st it does like it never stops the player from uh proccing it it just takes longer but it's still it's still really good like that's why the build-ups are so damn good in Elden ring because so many so many bosses can easily be bled so yeah and at that point, it's just a matter of time. Yeah, pretty much. Although you yeah, do I have agree. to be, you do have to be very aggressive since um, every enemy in the game does have a build up 
to proccing that status and the buildup does go down like pretty much all the time so if you aren't aggressive in trying to proc a bleed uh it'll just take longer for the build to for the bleed to proc okay yeah so you got to be kind of pushing it Mm -hmm. try and continuously get what you need got you makes sense yeah i've never played much elden ring i mean i've never played elden ring but i've watched a good bit of it so it's always interesting to see like i mean in any game like we're kind of same thing you have those experts it's crazy to see people who really like dedicate time and like what they're capable of doing versus like the average player or even really good players you know what i mean in comparison yeah it's like it's like especially when you get those um videos that it's like can you beat this game using only this or using only these kinds of things or hell there's even been a couple a bunch of Elden Ring uh videos that came out that's like can you beat the game with using only item crafting or can you beat the game using only consumables can you beat the game with like a really garbage weapon can you beat the game with just a dagger it's like because like those it's like from software games outside of Sekiro um, are so like are so varied. Like there's so many things in those games that you can make a bunch of different builds, each with its each um, uh, ineffective or effective on its own. It's it's um, I guess the best way to describe it, it would be a complete player freedom. Like if you find a weapon that you really like, like you can use it. It may be completely ineffective can, uh, compared to other weapons in a, in its same category, but hey, if you really like uh, like the way the great sword plays, uh, you can do that. If you re- if you would like to uh, try to use a parry and a dagger, then go for it. You want to use bow only? Hey, nothing's stopping you. You want to use magic, pyromancy, uh, or anything like that? Only go nuts. Like the game never stops you from using any of those things. Just like you know, spawn in, hands off. All right, have fun. Good luck. But auto it works. works. But auto. The best thing was watching somebody play out and ring on a dance pad. Oh yeah, and all of those challenge things. That's like, hey, can I beat? Can I beat Sekiro on a dance pad? Have you have you guys seen the dude who plays Warzone with a recorder? No. Like the like the recorders? Like, yeah, there's clips of this dude. And I mean, I haven't like really researched it. I don't know how he like transfers. I mean, like maybe it's something like transfers like sound into input for the game. I, I don't know how he would do it. But like it's so fun. like he'll hit a certain note and he'll look right and then he'll hit another note he'll go up and then he like goes super high pitched to shoot and it's just like when he kills people it's like bro you literally got murdered by a re- a recorder bro like <laughs> dude uh someone someone um when Elder Ring came out like I um if I remember correctly someone did beat I think it was like a uh, firefighter or something that couldn't really move any of their uh, limbs I think they're spine was broken or something anyway um they actually managed to beat elden ring just blowing into tubes they somehow rigged they somehow rigged the game so that way um like a like i never read the article or seen it but uh if you look i um like i just type in like a being elden ring with just tubes or something like that yeah yeah. and just blowing the tubes and it's out there like people have been been able to beat these games like just with uh just with simple ingenuity 
So for anyone that says uh, games like Elden Ring aren't accessible, they 100% are. And yeah, you just, I guess you just have to be dedicated enough, right? So yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lot of things in life, right? Like, I guess we kind of touched on that even with like the business stuff earlier, like so many play, so many people and so many like businesses or successful people have started with like next to nothing, but with the dedication, they can kind of you make, make it happen. Yeah. I mean, like it, t- I mean, like, uh, some, sometimes it just takes something small and, uh, put a lot of work into it and you'd be surprised on where it goes. Uh, and my boy Flex said the current world record, I guess, for killing all 165 bosses in Elden Ring is only five hours and 34 minutes. Yeah, I've that's, ins- video- that's yeah, insanely I've seen, quick. I've seen videos of people where they're on the same boss for like five, like five, six, seven, and eight hours. I'm like, and that, that world record, like they do all the bosses in five hours. Like, what? Dude. The, the thing is for Elden Ring, though, is that if you're on, if you're stuck on a boss for that long, uh, you can easily just leave, go fight some other bosses, level yourself up, get maybe get better equipment, and then come right back to the boss. That's a be- that's one of the best things about Ring. Whereas with the other games, yep. a lot of those times it's like the boss, it's like a, in order to get through an area, you have to kill this boss. So, and the only other thing you can do is just back up and level up, and then go right back in. I'd say that's one of the best strengths for Elden Ring. It's because it's open world. You can go wherever the hell you want. I think that's. I mean, like, that's that's definitely. I think that's a cool thing that they made sure to like kind of put that in. That you know, if it's really proven to be that different, like, I'm you. You could probably just like that guy, obviously the one who did all the bosses in five hours or whatever. He's just running mm-hmm. through all of them back to back to back to back. But it's like not forcing you to try to even try and have to do that. You know what I mean? From what from what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, it's like if I remember correctly, there is no trophy of killing every single boss in the game. Um, only specific ones, but uh, it's pretty much like I believe there is a speed run for those games for all bosses and then another speed run for beating mandatory bosses and finishing the game, as well as least bosses and just uh, how fast can you beat the game? Like those kind of four speed runs are mm. ones that I'm aware of in the Souls community. Like it's honestly quite insane just how quickly those games can be beat. Yeah, that's the dedication, man. Dedication will make up for it. Nuts. So, what game are you playing now, Turtle? You still playing Siege? Or is it kind of- uh, Siege Predator. And I've been debating about downloading Overwatch too. Hey man, play Overwatch with me. <laughs> I'm, a jun- I'm a junk rat. I'm a junk rat. So, and Jester can just like, I mean, teach us everything. Or I mean, I don't know how much you know. You know, like I said, I've played Overwatch since whatever it was like 2017, 2018 ish. So, it's like for a second, it's all. like you said, it's like uh, Jester can te- can teach us. I'm like, who the hell is Jester? And then I look at my own name. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. I gave myself this nickname. Like, I'm, so, I'm so used to be called Otto. You see, as long as I've been in it, that's been, that's been your name. You know what I mean? So, I mean, I'll call you Otto then. That's cool. Oh, hey, Spunk. <laughs> that's fine. What's up, Papa? Uh, How you doing? For the first time in like over a year and got two hackers on the enemy team. I quit quick, fast, and hurry. Yeah, it's like hackers will unfortunately always be a thing. <laughs> you can, all you can really do is report them and just move on do you tell me about overwatch 
No, Siege. Oh, Siege. Oh, Siege, okay. I just, I actually have had pretty good luck with Overwatch so far. I don't really think I... I'm, I haven't gotten anybody that I would be, like, definitely cheating. Like, you know what I mean? So... Well, it's like... Wait, what? Well, well, it's like in, over, in games like Overwatch 2, it's sometimes hard to determine whether someone is cheating because, like, the hitscan players, as well as um, how fast everyone's movement can be, like, it's sometimes very, very difficult to determine whether someone's actually hacking or not. Like, a Widowmakers, for example, like, uh, if you look at it from their point of view, uh, it's sometimes really difficult to determine whether or not they have actual like uh, hacks to see through walls, you know, not with her ult, obviously, yeah. but like uh, just being able to like you pop the corner and then you're immediately just drop. And it's like, wait, what? And then like when you see through them, it's like sometimes they uh, they would just look at a wall. Like waiting for something so you can so when you all you can see is that it's hard to determine whether or not they knew you were going to come around the corner or they were waiting for someone to come around the corner and then they would immediately just flick up and shoot you shoot you in the head it's like yeah. games like that it's really hard to determine whether or not uh well, someone especially, especially once you you bring into the conversation like that there are high skilled like super high skilled players like teams that have full comms and stuff like you don't know if you got spotted by somebody so you got it got called out maybe like you know off the side you, you know you can't see everything yeah um, it's like and, and like and then it's like uh, capable of doing that like yeah it's like then there's then there's other times where it's like someone can sometimes uh, pull off something honestly incredible and it's like there there's no way they did that on like naturally they must have been hacking or something because like i i because like one instance that immediately comes to my mind was actually myself in which uh, a few years back I was playing with a few friends. I was playing McCree. One of my friends was being attacked by a Sombra. I immediately did a full 180 spin and shot the Sombra in the head without ever seeing her. Yep. And, and, all, and in all honesty, if I was that Sombra and I saw that happen in the kill cam, I would immediately assume that that person was cheating. Yeah, but it's just yeah. it's just one of those things that sometimes happens that yep. you can't really explain. And if you were to tell that to anyone else, they would naturally assume, oh, you must have been like, must have like a small aimbot or something to help you out. But no, sometimes that does happen. But well, it's even like it's, if you're getting like in Apex, I feel like I've got um, I've kind of gotten over the point of like learning stuff myself that I'm kind of focusing on my enemies and like predicting what they're doing. So, like there have been it's been more consistent over time now that I'll pre-fire someone like before they're, I can even see them. I'm shooting where they're about to be and they just come out into it. Like you learn mm -hmm. player behavior and stuff. And that just adds a whole it's like there's so much there's so much depth to that kind of stuff, like that it makes it really difficult, especially in certain games. Like you said, like with Overwatch or something, be able to be like, oh, that person's cheating. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's like, like it's just it's like sometimes it just comes to player experience. Yeah. Cause like I've definitely had times where I do something and I'm like, like well, what happened? Like <laughs> what, did somebody? <laughs> it's like that old. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that Clara Twitch clip, the one girl who was cheating. She's like, it was pretty much she was streaming, and I, I can't remember what game it was. Um, I think it was CS:GO. I think she was streaming CS:GO, and her cheats came up on stream. And she's oh like, yeah she's I like remember. claire oh my friend clara she must have installed this <laughs> like bro your friend clara oh, did yeah, not come no. over to your house get on your computer to play some games and install hacks like oh yeah i remember 
I remember that story. <laughs> she had like she had yeah. like the turtle. She had like uh, the complete like aimbot setup. Yep. Uh, on her, like literally on her stream, and she tried to brush it off by saying like, "Oh no, it was just my friend Clara." <laughs> yeah. And I think she then said something like, "Oh, I was playing another FPS, and these she's oh, were just geez. here." Like she tried to excuse yeah. it so much, but she literally got caught red-handed that she was using cheats. Just I mean, if it was Clara, then fuck you, Clara. You know. But... <laughs> <laughs> <Doubt that. laughs> How the fuck does that happen? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, some, who, some people are just some people are honestly just idiots who yeah, just completely like, forget. And it's like for, if you're gonna it's like if you're gonna use cheats, just do it in single player. It's like no one it's like no one's there except for yourself. No one really gives a shit if you use cheats in single player. Yeah, you, you may lose you may lose ego, you know in it's single like, player. <laughs> yeah, it's like you may yeah, it's like you may lose some street cred from using cheats, but who the <laughs> who the fuck cares? But once you bring those cheats into multiplayer that's when that's when people will really um give a shit uh over whether you ruin other players experiences by doing that you know what i mean Mm -hmm. yeah because like i remember a story a few years back when sekiro first came out um where uh someone actually wrote an article saying that they beat the final boss at half speed so because he was moving too fast and he feels perfectly fine but that person got lambasted by the FromSoft community. It's like I forget the specific quote uh that was used to describe it, but it was something like like along the lines of um uh you cheated uh you made things easier. You cheated not only yourself but the game. And um in all honesty, uh that quote probably went a little too far, but I did understand why they were saying it. Cuz if you use like say you say you beat a game and you just wanted to have some fun. You put pop in a few cheats, use invincibility, you know, go go nuts. But it's when you but for the from software community specifically, <clears throat> like they don't like we don't really like it when uh you go up against a boss over and over and over again and you get so frustrated to the point in which you just put on invincibility and you just walk through. Because like you aren't because at that point, you aren't really playing the game. You're just letting the game play itself. Like every from every Souls player. Well, I guess I should say every Souls veteran will like um, if I ever get turtle like to ever play the Souls games, I would want to watch, but I would not say a single thing. Uh, you gotta let him experience it himself kind of thing. Exactly. Because like every soul, every Souls veteran uh, or at least love good ones uh will typically just watch others play it that because you know they also went through the same trial by fire uh they want and for the for those games specifically it's always important to have people just you know on a first playthrough at the very least like no gut try to not use a guide try to not ask for help unless you really need it as well as just going through the game doing whatever the hell they wanted and if they ever need help, then they'll typically have an, an expert there to help them. But we always prefer to have people have their first playthrough uh, completely unspoiled. Because like that first yeah. playthrough for those games is like one of the best ones that you could have. I've seen a lot of Souls players be like, if I could 
you know, go back in time or just, you know, get rid of all those memories. So that way I can play these games again on my first playthrough. They would do it because that yeah. first playthrough is so damn important. Yeah, but for me, uh, I mean, <clears throat> maybe this is a hot take, I guess. Uh, you know, the Souls community might not like it. But for that guy who like killed the boss on half speed. I, for me, this would be like the same as if somebody like posted a video and let's say they're like they drop a 20 bomb on bots in Apex, right? <laughs> I'm not going to care. Like, what difference did it make? It didn't like they're literal. Like, you know what I mean? For me, for like that Souls, like that guy who did that in Souls, like I can get where you're like, oh, like you cheated or whatever, obviously. But that that is like single player. So for me, like I don't I wouldn't be offended. Personally, I think it's like for, it's like I think it's just because it's part of the from software. Um like a lineup like a lot of those games are just like uh first playthroughs are some of the most important ones and um yeah. if you and you can you can kind of easily ruin that that experience if you just like pop on invincibility or half speed and just yeah. walk through the game but what I'm just, wrote, who are they ruining the experience for listen spunk if i could i would you know what i mean <laughs> Yeah, like I, I certainly, un- I certainly understand both, uh, both sides. Yeah. Uh, it's like, per- it's like I personally, though, I do understand. It's like sometimes that last, sometimes uh, Jesus, he's a Kenshin, Shin, Shin. I forget the impact or something. No, no, no. Uh, I, I, for- I, forget, I forget. I forget the. I forget <laughs> the boss. I forget the final boss's last name for Sekiro. Oh, okay. But the, he, like, do- yeah, he does. <laughs> like a, he does move pretty fast. So. And if you aren't used to that kind of those kinds of games, it uh, it can be um, a bit too much sometimes. So yeah. I do understand fighting him and specifically him at half speed. But however, on the other on the other hand, uh, because I'm a huge Souls player, I do also understand the fact that it's like you beat the final boss with at half speed, so that way you can keep up with everything. You didn't really beat the true experience of that final boss you beat you literally beat him at half speed so i do so it's, i get i guess for me it's just um that just that that experience of fighting and beating the final boss at basically his full power it's like i think that's the reason why so many souls players were basically lambasting this dude well i mean that's i think that's like, the reason you, know, you feel like it's like if you do something that's easy like you're not going to get like that sense of achievement but if you like work yeah, at you'll, something be, you'll and, be like you'll get like a golf clap it's a good job yeah yeah, yeah. you know like but if you you know and I, I, that's where i can kind of get it but for like my perspective like if he's ruining the experience the, the only person he's ruining it for is himself right because he's not getting the true experience of how the game should be played or what you should have to do to actually like be successful at it Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm saying, like, for me, like, if it's if people want to like cheat in single player, man, like, go ahead, dude, do your thing, like, you, whatever. But like, for me, it's like multiplayer. That's where it becomes like a big issue because you're you're actively ruining other players' experiences because you want to feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, just get shit on like everybody else and get better. Like, that's <laughs> that's all it takes, man. Like, just get trash, bro. Like, come on now. Actually, need to get more money. Love you, Sin Game. Yeah, that's that. I actually was gonna say that. I was like, man, if you wanna, if you wanna put the five stars on a GTA, be invincible, like do whatever, bro. I did the exact same thing. I did the exact same. No, I got the tank. You remember the tank? I think that was in four. Was it tank in four? 
yeah, yeah, I think so. Actually, like cheating in those games became kind of like normal. It kind of it became normal. It extended the lifetime for me, like do, using the cheats or whatever, because like I would just put myself in the craziest situations because of like spawning things in or whatever. You know what I mean? I think I did the same thing. I think I did the same thing in like Saints Row 2. Because I think you could do pretty well the same stuff. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, you know, in situations where it's single player, I, I don't think it should be an issue. And I mean, if I think I feel I almost feel like if you're taking time out to actively be mad at somebody who's cheating in single player, then it's like kind of look at yourself, honestly. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I don't think it's that big of a deal. But that's my take. You know, I mean, everybody's different, right? Everybody has their own viewpoint on stuff like that. I, I get it as like as somebody's cheating single player and then they're like trying to brag about it. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's exactly like, weird. Like, you're yeah, it's like that's, like, it's like that's when it's like I think it's just the simple reason that this person that that guy who did the half speed thing, I think it's just a, I think one of the, another big thing is just the simple fact that they're the ones that stated that yeah I beat the final boss at half speed what of it come at me, it's like I think uh, that's yeah. also and I think that was also another reason why like if they had just beaten the final boss at half speed and they all they said was I beat the final boss every. It's like no one would give a shit, but it's just a simple fact that they they had to let everyone know. Yeah, I beat the final boss at half speed. What of it? Or I think that was also another and, reason. And don't tell anybody like you beat you yeah, got exactly. what you wanted. You beat the boss like you did what you did to do it. Like, OK, what's what's the matter? You know what I mean? Like, whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's a good. Yeah, it's like like uh, the good thing. It's like one of those things where it's like, yeah, I beat the final boss. And you just end it there. And it's like, yeah. okay, sweet. It's like, what was your experience with the boss? Like, I I died to him a hundred times. It's like, oh, I only died to him five times. It's like that that kind of conversation starts popping up. But it's like when you tack on, like, I beat the final boss, tacked on, oh, I only beat him at half speed, or oh, I beat him with um uh infinite uses of all my gadgets, or oh, I beat him with a um with a something hacked so that way i can do more damage that's yeah. when you'll start getting all the people that are like you didn't truly beat the final boss then you beat him using cheats it's like that's yeah. i think that's when you'll start getting a lot you'll of pushback the, you suck <laughs> yeah exactly corn <laughs> it's like that's when you'll start getting a lot of pushback from the community it's when you start using cheats not glitches specific not glitches specifically but cheats yeah things like things like invincible invincibility infinite use items uh once you start using things like that that's when you'll start getting pushback from the community i I I guess you you can just say that about a lot of a lot of gaming communities in all honesty but isn't it weird like how how that viewpoint is because like cheating or certain items is looked down you know looked upon negatively right but then like you watch speedruns and like ha- like half i mean in order for almost every speedrun i've ever seen you have to have like an awareness of glitches in the you game you got to know how to break the game yeah exactly mm-hmm. so in in that aspect it's kind of like looked upon with awe yeah it's like, like I, you know wait, I mean? they're finding stuff that you wouldn't typically normally be able to do but it's like here check this out you're not supposed to do this over here but it manages me to like skip this many levels or yeah, yeah, my thing a- is, is like how many of the speedrunners that have set records or whatever. How many of them do you think have actively found all the glitches that they use? 
in their usually realm. they don't usually you know i mean like they're gonna find it from don't. somebody or they're gonna they're gonna see it on reddit they're gonna like see a clip on youtube or whatever and then they're gonna apply it to their own playthrough right well that's the cool mm-hmm. part about a lot of these guys that play the same game over they all they all got a community and they all kind of share their especially if they can't get yeah. past something it's like mm-hmm. all right yeah. we're doing this now <laughs> Couple yeah months i'm yeah, I mean, like the uh, dark. I mean, like the Dark Souls community is like one of the biggest examples of that because, like, there are so many glitches in those games that, like, uh, I don't know about the other games. But in Dark Souls One, you can literally, with a bunch of glitches, you can beat the game. It you can beat the entire game in less than thirty minutes, I believe, Oof. which is insanely quick for how uh, big those games are. And in Elden Ring, I think the world record is less than an hour. Which is again extremely quickly for a game like that. Ridiculous. So, so yeah. yeah, it's like it's it's honestly insane. Actually, hang on. Uh, now that I have it on my mind, what is the world record speed run for Elden Ring? Uh, speed run. Uh, oh wow. Uh, let's see. Version one point zero two on PC. Less than 20 minutes. And they have whittled it down there. Yeah, so yeah, so it's like it's honestly quite insane just how quickly. Oh wait. Uh Elden Ring. Elden Ring player beats world record speed run in just five minutes. <laughs> Meanwhile, me and Turtle would be he can't decide be like, join us in stream 25. We'll get past the first area. We'll see you yes. next time. Yeah, so it's like crazy. It's, it's like it's like those kinds of games. Uh oh yeah, the zip glitch. I forgot about that. Forgot about that specific glitch in Elden Ring. Like a the zip glitch for anyone wondering. It's like a basic like I forget specifically how it works, but what it essentially does is that if you position your character in a specific way and you do like some kind of a timing thing, you can literally like zip across the map uh, really? and wow. until you either fall out of bounds or you just hit something. So I okay. think so I think that's how people have been able to glitch like all over the place and in order to kill uh the specifically the final boss less than five minutes though damn that is, that's hey, wow my boy flux said he actually he found someone that using glitches beat it in less than two minutes mm-hmm. jesus that's insane i mean you yeah. know you think about like if you don't have a good pc it might take you that long to even boot up the game dude yep. <laughs> and then someone's like, like it's like dude i literally i literally um saw a video <clears throat> I think it was uh, Lil Aggie, I think, a YouTuber who literally uh, made a second Steam account, bought Sekiro and said, OK, so let's see if I can beat all the bosses uh, in under two hours so I can get a refund. And he managed to do it. He managed to beat the entire game, all the bosses in one playthrough, because you can't face all the bosses in one playthrough. He made he then did a second playthrough, got a short got an admittedly shorter ending um, <clears throat> because two bosses are locked behind that ending. And then he managed to get it under two hours and refunded the game. 
So, however, he did take advantage of a lot of um, a few glitches here and there in order to speed run that game. But it's honest, like if you ever want to see what an expert those kinds of games can do, look them up. There's like Sekiro's Sekiro's like, um, I think the title literally is literally like, can I beat Sekiro in time for a refund or something like that on YouTube? Little laggy. Like, it's honestly insane. Oh, yep. Yep, just what just what experts can do. Flux is on your lay, uh, wavelength, man. Literally just put little Aggie, I believe, did that or distortion two. Oh yeah, distortion two is another um uh souls souls guy. Like I remember seeing a few of his Elden Ring videos, uh literally beating like the entire game using only great bows. Or uh that's the like the first video that came to my head. Yeah. I'm an hour late and can't see less than two. <laughs> hey Tipsy. <laughs> yeah, so it's like it's on it's like I think it's just like those gl- it's like glitches like that can you like are really lauded upon in um in uh speed runs because they you know that's the point using every and all glitches to help you speed run the game. However, yeah. I think I think it's when like on first playthroughs especially, that's when those glitches are pretty much frowned upon. Or uh, you know, first playthroughs and sometimes regular playthroughs, unless you're doing like a challenge playthrough, in which case, you know, some it's like a sometimes you have to use glitches in order to even get the run started. And um so it's a it's it's like a case by case basis. Uh, yeah. but when like when everyone knows that you're like an expert at the game and you decide, you know what, let's go ahead and do a challenge run, and you say like um, you know, all glitches are free game outside of you know uh really exploitable ones i don't think anyone will give two shits but it's just when it's a first playthrough especially that's when people will start um that's when people will start giving you like the frowny face or whatever it's it's just that kind of like first playthrough for those games especially because of that experience at least that's how that's how i see it yeah i get you Hey, Flux, have a good night, buddy. Go get some rest, man. I'll see you, I'll see you next time, Windman. <laughs> Apparently, Tipsy is beyond crossfaded. Oh, there we go. Sounds like my I, don't know, know if I, I don't know if I cross, but I'm about to be faded. <laughs> hey, there we go. That's still good. Nothing oh, wrong with that. Well, hey, well, Tipsy, I didn't know you were a Lucio main. My buddy just got <laughs> engaged the other day, so I had, a, uh, I had a night where I was considerably faded, I guess you could say. <clears throat> Melted into the couch, for sure. <laughs> yeah, boy. I'm like, are my arms here? Like, yeah, you know, you've been, you know, you know, when you get that point, you're like, okay, <laughs> I'm probably oh, yeah. just gonna. You're like, I can't tell where my arms end and the couch begins, man. <laughs> what is but going fuck on it. right now? Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't think I'll ever. I don't think I'll ever do any kind of drugs like that. I really don't like being control. I. I hate losing control of my body in any way. I just hate that feeling. One of the reasons why I don't really like roller coasters and things like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, also, yeah. Like also because, you know, I have glasses, so I don't want to like go over a huge dip and like. Well, there go my glasses. It would only ever depend like what things you did. I mean, obviously, they're going to all like any any recreational substance is going to make you feel uh, differently one way or another oh yeah that's that's without a doubt 
yeah it just you know some of them like different different outcomes obviously mm -hmm. you know like if you're drunk it's very different than if you're stoned <laughs> like, oh yeah two very different things and then if you put them together that's a whole other thing that's a whole new combination yeah, yeah right. it's like it's like you put two things together that you each know how they respond and then you you're like in this state like you're like like now nah, let's fuck all this up this isn't either of those things dude what's happening to me <laughs> like the first time i got fucking drunk in dude or oh, we're watching that fucking escape plan movie me and my buddy arnold schwarzenegger and versus stallone he flips there and he starts flicking his fingers around me Dude, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah. I turn my head and he's like, you haven't said anything for like a fucking hour. I'm like, yeah, no. I, oh, I, I, rem I remember you talking about that in a previous stream. I got a story about the first, the first time I, uh, like I didn't even like touch anything. Like I wasn't even really drinking until like around 20. Like I didn't smoke weed. I didn't like ever have a cigarette. Like I was that way until I was like 23. Don't feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like until I was 20. Right. I remember the first time I got stoned. I think I ate probably fifty dollars worth of food within thirty minutes. Yeah, like I went to Taco Bell, got like a twenty-three dollar order, ate everything. I got like a quesadilla, like three burritos, like five tacos, ate everything, went home. Then someone was like, "Oh, we're going to Sheets." And I was like, "Fuck yeah, yeah!" And then I went twenty dollars <laughs> in Sheets and ate all that shit too. And it's so funny though, like about like your reaction, right? Like you kind of said, like your your buddy was like, "Yo, you haven't like blinked in an hour, dude. Like, are you okay?" Like, yeah. I, I remember I was talking uh, to one of my buddies and he said something and like in the moment I didn't realize this it was like after the fact he said something to me and I literally was just like and then I responded like two minutes later yo, <laughs> it was like, I was like wait I was my brain processed like that he had said something really late <laughs> I thought I got I thought I got myself in the doghouse uh, what was it yesterday <laughs> two days ago my girl's on vacation and uh she went to California for the weekend. And the day before she went, she doesn't work all day. It was it was rainy and dreary up here. And I woke up with one of those, fuck this. So I fucking I hit the bong really hard. I had to go to the bathroom. A couple minutes ago to the bathroom. I'm so high I walk out. I'm like, you know, dark. I walk back in. I'm like, oh fuck, I'm because our bedroom's right next to the bathroom. And I'm like, man, I'm over here listening to comedy ladder and shit. She's gonna be so pissed. And then I walk out, my uh -huh. phone went off. And she goes, How's your day, babe? And I'm like, oh. Oh my god. Oh, it's no, three dude. in the afternoon, not three in the morning. Otto, your cam's you breaking. You, uh, I thought you were yeah. gonna say you walked out of the bathroom and realized you forgot to wipe your ass. Oh, never done anything that crazy. <laughs> I would, uh, not that one I may have like, you know, kind of zoned out on the toilet, but <laughs> didn't forget the important part before I left, man. That's all that really matters. True that. <laughs> it's like uh look it looks like uh that thing has decided to Say goodbye. Me, let me throw mine into the mix. Ooh, what's going on? Well, I guess that's all of my camera Yo, done then. What's up, what's up? Yeah, you, you're good. You're good, Otto. Don't worry. Been a, been a long day, man. Yeah. So, so what did I miss? What have y'all been talking about other than game glitches and speed runs? Games in general, I guess. <laughs> like. Competitive games, you know, all the like COD, Warzone, Apex, all that stuff. Overwatch, because I was playing some Overwatch before this. Just, ooh, games in general. How do you feel about the new Modern Warfare 2 coming out? Not really too impressed, honestly. That's I don't know where to stand now at this point. Like not not enough, not enough to bring me back, man. I had I, that was my game. Ugh. 
I did Warzone and stuff for a grip. Like Modern Warfare 2019, loved it. Did Warzone. I think Warzone just put such a sour taste in my mouth that like I'm not even like just I'm just like it, and I, I obviously I know multiplayer and Warzone are different. Like fully aware of that. But I think it just kind of Warzone ruined a lot of it for me too. Just, like, eh. <laughs> like not a not a Warzone fan. I don't know. I was just not my not my cup of tea. Yeah, it's like there's it's like there's always uh, in a long series like COD, there's always like that one game in which uh, it'll always push someone away because of one thing or another. Sometimes the game mechanics, sometimes the era, sometimes it's just the new stuff that has added in. Sometimes yeah. it just feels like, you know, something older. Sometimes it's just one thing or another. Like there's always going to be that one game or that one series of games that's just like, you know what, I'm done. Like you just have to make sure that uh, you bring in more people than you lose because of one game. Yeah, I mean, you'll, it's like that thing. You'll never make everyone happy. That's just impossible. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of people to... didn't like uh, Advanced Warfare. I was shocked to see that they were actually the green light in a sequel for that. Oh, oh yeah. Are. Yeah, it's like, I re- it's like I remember when that game came out. It. Like like uh didn't didn't the trailer have like a huge amount of dislikes when it first came out yeah uh, if was, i remember am I, right am i thinking of the infinite warfare i know it was one of those all i know is, is i wanted to play so that i could you know fuck with kevin spacey that's the reason i played that one because <laughs> he was the bad guy yeah yeah i remember that you kill him at the end that's all is there only supposed to be three people up uh yes Okay. It's just so that the bot's not sitting there. That's the only reason why I do it. Damn, what'd you do? Catch a did you catch a frog in there, turtle? <laughs> You've known that I've been losing my voice. Yeah, I know. So I was I was asking how's it go. Jeez. Oh, sorry. Wait, hold on. Now you got, now you got a strange there. voice, there, turtle. What's going on? <laughs> now what now what hap- what happened was that uh, he and Tipsy took too long together. Uh, that's up. fair. Yeah, but wasn't that? Never mind. Never mind. Never we mind. Took too never long mind. together. Hold on. What's that? I was gonna say, wasn't that wreck her throat, not his throat? Unless Charles got a secret, I don't know about. <laughs> that's pretty good. Uh, no. So the wife had this probably about a week. Coming from. <laughs> so the wife had something probably about a week and a half ago, and now that she's all cleared up, now I got it. Of course. Yeah, yeah, I told that. Bethany when she came back, she had to stay out of town for two weeks. I wasn't getting COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, stop man. opening up tabs. I want Twitch. Too bad. So basically, yeah, yeah what, that's what's going yeah, on. What you want? Um, corn. We talked. Yeah, we talked some games. Uh, Gunner, we haven't really talked too much about uh your content though. How are things going with your content? Good man. I mean, I've just been trying to focus on like uh, passive content more. It's like streaming, you know, the thing with streaming obviously is like your content's only really there when you're live. Like that's the whole point of streaming. Like there you have you'll have some people that are going to go back and watch like a three hour long VOD, but that's Mm -hmm. like a very small minority. Mm -hmm. I've I've just been focusing on like passive content, YouTube shorts, TikToks, videos. I was going to say, I always noticed that you're always posting TikTok stuff. Hey man, if you can, you know, kind of get your name out there, the algorithm for like shorts and TikToks is so much better versus, yep. you know, discoverability with like full on videos. I mean, you know, 
I think I had like one full video that broke like 200 views. And it's because it was kind of on a, it was kind of like on a hot topic for Apex at the time. Like it was right when the new season dropped. And it was about like the new season, the new character, the new legend changes. So like, there's gonna be a lot of people searching for that, obviously. But like, man, I have, it's weird. Okay, so I have this TikTok I posted and I remember because I, I was looking at the, the analytics, I posted it like 200 and like five days ago, right? Things stopped at like 300 views, which like, hey, that's cool, man. 300 views, whatever, dude. That's, you know, it's not too hard to put them together. Not mad. In the last month, it's gone up to 2,300. Nice. 2,000 views in the last four weeks. Yeah. Just randomly, just like out of nowhere. That's like, that's Double really the thing. And that's why I tell everybody now, like anybody who's starting streaming or wants to do content, make <laughs> passive content. Like, even if it's just a 30 second TikTok or short, put out passive content 100%. Like, it will, it will, if it doesn't serve you now or in the next month or in the next two months or three, maybe it'll serve you in six for a year. You don't know, dude. You really don't. Which part's like, actually your favorite, though? Is it the streaming part or is it the passive stuff? I, I got to say the streaming. I like the live interaction. I think that's, I don't know. I mean, like, you know, videos are good because you can kind of like put your highlights and stuff out. And it's cool. Like you see the comments and stuff like that. It's cool. But it's, I like interacting with people, you know, right there. Like instant, yes, same. instantly, but you know. So I'm going to, I'm going to have to back you up and go back to Spunky's comment and the Twitch thing. The only thing I beat a hash beat is my meat. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah. that, 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 that was great. That's, that's great. Which is weird because I beat mine at three times speed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> my arm looks like a jackhammer dude i'm vibrating <laughs> right here i was saying i don't know where one i get this pens on the fucking day like, why am i taking like, why do i want to take extra time i'm just getting like screw the journey bro get me to the destination <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, gotta, I gotta go i gotta go get the mowing done all right see you guys yeah, later yeah. like dude i gotta go grocery shopping bro <laughs> Like, hey, it's like, hey, give me 30 seconds real quick. I, yeah. I zone back in finally. <laughs> and, tipsy. And, of, and of course, Tipsy comes back in where we're talking about jacket. Yeah, but me, the old meat. Tipsy, I don't need so much, man, but it sounds like you have a sixth sense since, uh, for something, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just being cross dated, my G, okay? Well, I mean, like, I mean, like, to, I mean, to be fair, Tipsy's fun and fun in the weekends is five guys, so. <laughs> Five guys, yeah. Burger joint, right? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah like that's too harsh for my ass. <laughs> that's why I said it's the weekends. I never talked about your day job. Wait, what? Hold on, huh? What? Huh? What's going on? You saying that's slow point? You saying that's the slow point? Yeah, five guys is a slow point for her. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting started. Yeah. Hi, <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back. (laughs) Talking about beating meat and five guys and five guys. (laughs) Burgers. Some 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 content splashed in there, some stuff about that, but mostly beating dicks. Content content (laughs) splashed. (laughs) Oh yeah. Content spunked. (laughs) Splooged. Little splotches everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't aim it. Can't control it. Welcome to the Believe in Podcast, where we sploosh our information into the podcast. Yes, <laughs> and Tipsy cleans it up. Yeah. <laughs> our voice is rated to your ears. 
<laughs> Please, oh, next we're gonna say something man. dumb like that, and somebody's gonna raid us, and that'll be our fucking highlight. <laughs> <laughs> we watch the Believing Podcast, and they talk about splooshing into the <laughs> Oh man, it's like things like that where it's like, uh, it's good. You know, one it's like one of our friends just goes to another to another uh streamer and it's like, hey, go ahead and raid this podcast. They're up now. And it's like, okay, sweet, let's go. And then they come in talking and they hear us talking about that kind of stuff. Like mid it's mid like, di- mid dick. <laughs> it's like perfect time brought me, dude. Like, where are we? Like, why did you bring me here? Yeah, they're like, we're in the United States and we're acting. Oh. Yeah, it's like that's, a, that's that's a, that sums up our podcast, right? Yada 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 penis out of America. <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> only, only like good that it sounds like that where it's like, okay, great, perfect timing. Yeah. <laughs> you could not have timed that better. Amen. Uh, I mean, it's either that or Ninja Turtles. Fuck it. Oh, Ninja fuck Ninja Turtles? Okay. We get the, we, we, we start picking our turtles now because I'm telling you right now, Leonardo. Get in the way though. Like <laughs> Where is that? Like that? Where's the asshole at in correlation to the shell? Like, <laughs> like I don't know. Let's ask our latest. Let's uh, right? let's, go ahead and ask our ex- let's ask our expert. Hey, turtle. <laughs> we need our how do you, how do you <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let me let me hit my thinking smoke. <laughs> <laughs> turtle. So where's the asshole in correlation? <laughs> like, how much course, room uh, do you have to get past to get there? You know. <laughs> And of course, though, if that doesn't work, then we can just then we can just ask our local expert on all things like that. Hey, Tipsy, how do you uh, do it? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, she's the one who helps me out with that. Oh, like, no. do, do, does it take? Do you have to take a while to get undressed? Or can you drop trowel like a normal person? Like, um, it, it's a two man job. Hey, notice he said two man job. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 mermaid, you, mermaid, you know. <laughs> okay, one for the one for the back of the toe, one for the front of the turtle, right? Oh, that's what Tipsy says. Yes. She's like, I'll do what? Zoned out again. <laughs> I go, oh, Tipsy, you just you just accepted being fucked by a turtle. Two. Congrats. You gotta get. You gotta. She's on probably only a couple milligrams. She needs a couple more hundred to see how this really plays out. <laughs> Pour some brandy. Yes, piss. Yes, please. <laughs> next then, next day at work. I don't give a fuck about this job anymore. Like, yeah, I don't need any more information. Yes. <laughs> no more context. Please, if somebody hands me an edible and says, here, down the hatch, I'm like, hey, what was that? <laughs> like, down which hatch, though? Yeah, that, that's the better question. The old, the old front hatch. You want it to go into the stomach. You want that shit to process. Top you want that to be processed. You want to be like. <laughs> you want to be like that song about uh, being fried. Do we? I don't know. What if I'm into that? Oh, no. Especially you, Turtle. Oh. No. <laughs> How about no? I'll leave all that for you. Um, get Turtle side, get turtle side, side up. <laughs> Like, never heard that terminology. What is that? Don't get fried. Sunny side up. Can't like 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 some big. I can I can I can understand it now. <laughs> no, it's why. I got a music video for you when we're done streams. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. like, this one isn't really gonna be shared. 
It's a really good picture of what it looks like when you're uh no. fried. No. No, it's not even it's not even on graphic. It's literally the music video and the guys in a picture of a sunny side egg or going fried. <laughs> no is no is not an answer turtle can give. I've been, I've been told that before. If no, wait 15 minutes, try again. I think Tipsy is saying that a turtle can't refuse this. Or turtle can't refuse. Can't refuse what though? Listen, Gunner, I can't I can't keep looking at that that I can't, uh, can I speak? I can't keep looking at that demon slayer poster without asking about it. <laughs> I can't uh, uh, uh. I mean that one? Yeah. <laughs> I just I think I uh I think I got it off like Amazon or something, honestly, to be basic as shit. But yeah. I love Demon Slayer. You all caught up with it? No. I fan? not a fan? I watched the first season and I don't know. I'm having a hard time deciding to go back into it. <laughs> It's definitely, it's definitely got its like classic anime traits where it's just like some filler and stuff sometimes. I mean, I think, well, I think that's kind of the thing. I think that's the thing with anime is that there's always going to be oh, some yeah. kind of filler. She just launched in when you guys said Demon Slayer. She came out of the fucking weed coma and was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like Demon Slayer? Listen, I'll stick to Naruto. <laughs> I actually didn't get into animes until like three years ago. See, that was me with last year. I got into like, I got into it last year. Like I kind of grew up on, you know, like Dragon Ball, Pokemon, which I get animes, you know, people people don't traditionally like those, I guess, as much. Main, but uh, main, mainstream anime. Yeah, that was like mm-hmm. my introduction. So it's like I wasn't really ever opposed to it, but I just never went out of my way to really like watch animes, I guess, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Um and then my girlfriend showed me uh Mira Nikki, Future Diary. Ooh, Future Diary. I'm started. I started Future Diary. I started Man. Future. I started Future Diary after I finished um, Death Note. Okay. Yeah. Future Diary is fucking. I mean, as far as like even in just g- like general sense of like media period, like whether it's anime or you know, shit like whatever kind of shows or whatever like you know scripted stuff, whatever. It's it's one of the best pieces of media I think I've seen. Like it's so good. I've heard it's really good. I've heard it's really dark though. Like it is very dark. Definitely a tragedy. I was told I oh, shouldn't boy. I shouldn't watch it until I watch like Goblin Slayer or something else that's like medium way cuz I was like I was told, "Hey, you liked horror stuff, you liked Death Note, go to Future Diary, but watch some but watch something else like midway." Don't go straight into the dark stuff of um, Future Diary. Like, nah, fuck it, full send. There's nothing like... I don't really think, from what I remember, there's nothing that's like insanely dark. I feel like actually I've heard, if I'm thinking about the right thing, I think I've actually heard that Goblin Slayer has some scenes that are actually like a little... The subject matter is a little more dark, if you can get what I'm saying. Like, Things that you traditionally, you know, want to talk about kind of stuff. If that's mm-hmm. the right anime. I mean, you know, Future Diary, like, obviously not like going to give anything away, but it's, it's nothing like that. Mm-hmm. I guess that's all I can really say. Like, it's definitely dark. There's definitely like, it's definitely like it plays on like tragedy, like sadness, like 
that kind of stuff. It really develops later, but it's uh it's good, man. It's really good. Like the only an the only anime that I ever watched all the way through and one that I still hold near and dear to my heart was uh the uh, Full Metal Alchemist uh the first one and then Brotherhood. Like I think I watched those all the way back when I was like ten. <laughs> really, when I really shouldn't have. I heard it was good. I heard that one's yeah, a good one. I mm-hmm. heard about some scenes in in Full Metal that are pretty sad as well. Yeah, yes. it's like that. It's like freaking. It's like freaking Nina. That's is that like the one with the dog and the the girl? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> never never like watched seven, it. The never seven year old. It's like that yeah. seven year old girl that got transmutated. Yep. Fucking hell! The, that was <laughs> that's how you, that when I first. It's like when I first realized when I first saw that episode. I think I, I think I saw the original series and then Brotherhood after that. Uh, but when I first saw that scene in like the first and like the uh, first series, I'm like, oh sweet, he managed to make a chimera. And then when Ed started asking those questions, uh, that's when the horror of the scene started to set in. I'm like, oh shit, he did not do what I think he did. And then when the dog said daddy, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to sound like I uh, enjoy misery, I guess, but I like when shows and stuff like that, because I've always been a fan of like horror and stuff like that. So I love when shows purposely, purposefully go against expectation. They don't pull any punches. Yeah. And that was like, and say what you will about Game of Thrones or whatever, right? Like I never read the book, like I never read the books or anything. But like that first episode of Game of Thrones, like that, like you go into it thinking it's like, oh, this is like every other medieval show. Like, oh, they're going to fight and and then like you get to the end and you're like, okay, like they might do things that you don't see coming. (laughs) Like that might happen. Yeah, it's like there's, there are actual, like if you do, if you, uh, like I've never seen the show or read the books myself as well. But from what I, from what I've seen, or at least been told, uh, from like different videos and stuff, uh, that was supposed to be the show. That's like, if you do something, there will be consequences, regardless oh, yeah. of who you are, where, what your position is. Like, uh, uh, I'm pretty sure this show's been out long enough. Like when I think his name is Ned Stark. Yep, uh, he died because. Yeah, it's like he died um, because I think he trusted the wrong person. He got yep. caught and then he had to pay the price. Yep. It's like this yeah, isn't yeah. A, this isn't supposed to be a world where anyone can get off scot-free just by saying I'm sorry. This isn't an anime like that. And, and he dies to who like to a character who is like arguably the most hated character in Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in that first episode, like you're following him like he essentially is almost portrayed as like what will become a main character and then like that ending is like you you're not going to be able to figure out exactly what's happening and i Uh love that because like like i said being a fan of horror like horror movies a lot of horror movies have that cliche that like oh these people are going to go through really terrible shit but everything's going to be fine in the end and that's why like uh hereditary like if you guys have ever seen that i love hereditary because it does not give a shit about what you think is going to happen yeah and then it's like in full like once again back in full metal alchemist it's like uh we kept we kept hearing about how horrifying and even dangerous uh, alchemy is uh because of like um like the first couple episodes before that episode for nina uh we've seen just how dangerous it can be 
yet we've never truly seen like the the true horror of yeah. what of what alchemy could do in this universe. Like I think the only horrifying thing that we've seen beforehand was what happened to the Elder to what was what actually happened to the brothers. But mm-hmm. this was the first time where we actually witnessed like the mutation between uh, a human and an animal. And someone still being a, and the horrifying feeling of realizing that, yeah, Nina is still in there. She's still yeah, at least trapped. somewhat conscious. Yep. She's, uh, however, she can just, she can never truly go back to what she was before, which really set in. And like especially a, with that being horrifying, like, especially with like such a terrible thing happening to somebody who's so innocent. Mm-hmm. You know like I mean? a seven like, year old girl. Like a seven-year-old girl and a young dog who both love their father and master so damn much. And even after this, they still love them. Yeah. It's like that is seriously horrifying to see as like a 10-year-old. And I mean, you could be a full-grown man in this price pretty bad, dude. <laughs> I mean, like you were saying, Gunner, um, the the new movie, the new horror movie Smile. Did you see it? I have not seen it. Have you seen anything about it? Kind of. I, I, I've seen like the trailers. I've seen like, you know, some people like talking about it and stuff. I haven't seen it yet. But it, real it, quick, it, if you haven't seen Hereditary, go like watch it. I'm pleased for the love of God. And I will check out Smile. I got you. Yeah, I was going to say it's a it's a psyche horror and it play yeah. and it plays just like you were saying, like things that you would expect to happen. Mm. Yeah, it was. Okay. Well, then. All right. Well, then me and you are going to make a deal right now. I'm going to watch Smile and you're going to watch Hereditary and we're each going to talk like once we watch it, we let the other one know. Hereditary, dude, I'm telling you, Hereditary will you like there was I've been watching horror movies since I was like fucking seven and like not like, oh, it's kind of scary, like blood, guts, gore, fucking just all that shit. You know what I mean? So I'm like the vast majority of it. I'm like, all right. Oh, 2018 movie, 2018 movie. And uh, there was literally a point in Hereditary where I like my jaw dropped for like a minute. I was just like, like me and my girlfriend literally paused it and looked at each other and was like, "That just fucking happened!" Like, it doesn't stop. Like, it doesn't. Once it picks up, and it's psycho. It's very psychological horror too. Okay, but you know, like yeah, if you like psych horror, like absolutely, dude. And, it, yeah, and um, it's actually it was so good that I I actively like follow the uh, director, really? master, where he does a twenty four studio like the studios a twenty four. I've watched so many of their other movies because of that movie. Like they made Midsommar. If you guys ever if you've heard of that one, they made that too. Um, they have like all kinds of just there's so, there's so much that I'm just like blanking out on, but they have so much that like they and Midsommar kind of follows that too, like. It's more has, I guess, what you could say is, depending on perspective, a happy or not happy ending. I like that. Depends how, like, if you guys watch Breaking Bad, mm-hmm. right? ironically, I've been rewatching that. Everybody, everybody, like, roots for the antihero. Like, you root for Walt, right? Like, like most people do. But like, yeah. if you step back and you look at it from like, oh, what if this is a real world thing? This guy has <laughs> cooks meth. Um, may or may not have poisoned several people. I mean, okay, everybody's seen it, right? Like, I'm not going to ruin this. Oh, no. Okay. Had multiple people killed in jail. And yet, when you're watching the show, you're like, I hope this guy gets away with it. 
but he's a fucking bad person. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you're not oh, going to yeah. meet Walt. You're not going to meet him in real life and be like, yeah, man, let's go cook some meth and kill some <laughs> drug dealers, dude. Yeah, it sounds it's great. Like, it's like, I think that's one of the best things. You seem to be like, I'm um, going this way. Yeah, like, yeah dude. Fuck that it's, guy. It's, 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 I guess it's one of the big things for like shows, movies, uh, anime, games, things like that, where you could really like see yourself like really liking or even rooting for the bad guy like yeah. one of the like one of the things that came to my mind was borderlands 2 uh if any of you play that game handsome jack. Cool. Handsome, jack. handsome jack handsome yep. fucking jack it's like i be- it's like uh i think a quote of his was like it's only good it's only great to be a jerk if you can be funny about it like i'm pretty sure that's a quote that he said Something because like, that, yeah. like like a lot of the things that he says like throughout the game it's just him mocking you but he does it in a really clever and even funny way to the point in which like it doesn't change the fact that he literally chained his own daughter to the point which he started basically shoving illyrium down her throat uh it doesn't change the fact that he tried to forcefully bring order to an entire planet just by killing a bunch of people doesn't change the fact that uh he literally kills people just for fun it's like it's like he's he's just one of those he's just one of those uh villains that you just love to hate because of how funny he is yeah isn't it the same thing about negan from um from yeah, yeah. well yes. it's even like now with like i mean i haven't kept up with that show since uh, i haven't either after and I mean, it wasn't because of what happened with Glenn, but like shortly, like I read the comics and stuff like I like the comics and stuff like that. But uh, I haven't kept up with that show in a while. And now like they've actually tried to give him like a redemption arc, I guess. And he's like part of the group. But it's like, but like a couple of seasons, like that doesn't like. This doesn't change that he um, did that thing a couple seasons ago, everybody. Yeah, like, right. You know what I mean? I mean, like, uh, he's cool now, but like. And it's like, you know, they they play off the fact like, oh, he's been through terrible things. It's like, well, hasn't everybody in the fucking apocalypse been through like some really bad shit? You know, but I guess it's also like if you're if you're on, like, let's say it's flip sided and you're I forget what the group is called with Negan, uh, what they call them. But if you're on his side, then when he does that, you're going to be like, fuck, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like perspective really kind of drives really, how you see characters, really and stuff, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like this is like a very innocent example, I guess, in comparison to the other ones. But like, I see it all the time, um, like with SpongeBob, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> as a kid, you're like, man, Squidward is such a fucking bitch, you know? But then as you become an adult, you're like, Squidward is fucking reasonable. <laughs> like, his neighbor's like busting his house up, beating his shit, like playing music, like you know what I mean? And you're like, dude, if that's my neighbor, like, fuck that guy. <laughs> like, yeah, the older I got, the more I like SpongeBob. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, it's Squidward. I like Squidward. I'm like, yeah, yeah. all day long. Yeah, like, and you're like, you know like, what? This is actually this like, motherfucker making some sense. Like, yeah, Squidward is not such a. He's not the. He's not the bad guy that I once thought he was, man. This is old laugh. The nose going up too, and the nose is like yeah, it's distracting. Like, it's always <laughs> it's always funny to like see something when you're a kid, and then you, and then as an adult, you then go back. Or at least yeah. a couple of years later, you then go back and you're like, holy shit, how did I not notice this? Or holy shit, like that person actually uh, is actually like this person or like you. It's it's always fun to see like all those kinds of little things that you just miss. 
uh, when you're yep. a kid, but then you go back when there's an adult and you can see it with a brand new, fresh set of eyes. So that's quite complete, insane. And a completely different perspective, too. I, that's like, that's, I, that's what I think it is. Like, as your perspective changes, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Your reactions to media and like characters in the media, and obviously even real life situations, like, really changes as well. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I can reflect on points in my life where I had certain stances on different topics or whatever but then as i like went to learn more or somebody said something or i had a conversation and i'm like you know even in a short of a time frame is like a couple months or a year your entire perspective on something can just change like or you go or you look back on your own actions when you were far younger and it's like oh, and sometimes you'd be like why the hell did i do that or why did yeah. i even say that yeah. or you get into situations where you just like put your head in your hands and you're like why the hell would I say that? I wrote things from a decade ago and I'm like, shut up. Shut or up. Those, or those times where you can, where you just want to go back in time and like, you know, slap yourself because you said something. My man, my man. Come here real quick. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh boy. When it's weird because too, like, I think that, I guess that's like something with like, I mean, I don't have any kids. I have a niece and a nephew, but like even with parents, nope. like parents like will say to their kids, like, why are you doing this? But then you think back when you were a child and you did plenty of dumb shit. So it's like, <laughs> it's weird how, you know what I mean? But I guess that's Old just part circle. of maturing and yeah, just part of maturing and your perspective changing and your viewpoints and all that. There's times my niece will do something and I'm like, what did you expect to happen? You know, <laughs> like you jumped off the couch, you ate shit, you didn't <laughs> like it. Now you're crying. Like, what did you expect? But in her mind, she's like, I'm just having fun. This is fun. We. Oh no! I hit my head. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> gravity like, will be weird. the ultimate bitch for everyone. Yo. It pulls no punches and it has no friends. <laughs> yeah. It does not give a fuck. Yeah, don't care one bit, dude. <laughs> dude, that should be a, that should be a quad on a shirt. Yeah, I, like I got you. Like, gravity, <laughs> gravity isn't your friend. It's always a jerk. It has no, uh, has no friends, and it, it is a bitch. <laughs> that's too long to be on a shirt we need to cut that in half gravity doesn't give a fuck there you go that's a t-shirt bingo then on the back gravity and a big old fucking thumbs down <laughs> there you go uh, I really want we'll that we'll shirt. be making sense to suit some somebody out here watch this could be completely crazy and they're gonna be like you know what he's got a good fucking point fuck this gravity bullshit <laughs> I'm getting this tattooed, bro. Fuck that. <laughs> Fuck a shirt. I'm putting this on my ass cheeks. We'll be out at some Comic Con a couple years from now. This guy will be like, yeah, gravity. And I'm turtle. <laughs> what he just say? You remember, you remember that stupid joke a couple years ago you made about the gravity thing? Look, it's real. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, guys, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a real quick five minute recess here. Get yourself drinks, hydration. That's what I'm gonna fucking book it. <laughs> <laughs> Get back here. You said the gravity was bullshit. It was a joke, bro. <laughs> just a prank. Learn to take a joke, man. Jeez. <laughs> it's just a prank. Oh, yeah. Love that. I was just joking, man. I was just playing with you. <laughs> Fuck it now. <sighs> I love the fucked up. Like, people put those little, like, meme jokes up on, you know, line. Tell the random and be like, your your mom uh your mom it's like uh your mom can take three uh it's 
something about your mom take three cocks and a joke, or something about three cocks and a joke. Oh yeah, three cocks and a joke. Your mom can't take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like something Otto would say. Hell yeah, yeah, boy. Fucking <laughs> oh, <you're> right. <laughs> I probably said I did tipsy just because, and because I know which one is right. Yo, tipsy sounds like she gets bullied, man. Crazy. No. Well, maybe maybe from Otto. Affectionately bullied. From Otto, yes. Dude, Otto will be in here with his Discord and be like, all right, I, I gotta go to bed. All right, guys. I'll talk to you <laughs> later. But then he'll go, yeah, boy. And then he'll pop out and then I'll be like, he'll come back in. Oh, by the way, something, 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 tipsy, something, 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 something. <laughs> Click. <laughs> something, something, five guys, something, something, ceiling, something, something. <laughs> yeah. Well, like the weird thing is that whenever me and Tipsy are in the same call, like you would honestly believe that we had like uh, memorized a bunch of jokes before we, before either of us have joined <laughs> the call because of how much set, because like of how perfectly one of us would set up the other, mainly her with oh, me. Yeah. So it's like it's sometimes it's sometimes really weird just how well me and Tipsy just play off of each other. Not as well as her and Turtle, though, but, you know, what are you going to do? <laughs> Take the wins you can get, man. It's all right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just it's just sometimes really funny. That's how well it's like kind of when you feel like you're kind of in sync with your, your friend, you know, say, kind of like on the same wavelength. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's sometimes creepy, though. Like, sometimes it's just like, uh, I have another friend, Karaitenshi. Get out uh, of my head. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Where uh, <laughs> yeah. I will make a remark, and then me and him would go to the same dumb joke. And it's like, we're, it's like neither of us are any way related to each other. So how? why the hell did both of us go to the same exact joke? It's I like, think it's just because me and him have just been friends for so damn long either i've had experiences like with that kind of stuff like being on this like being able to really feeling like you're really on the same wavelength with someone even from a distance like this has happened multiple times like i probably over a hundred times at this point i'll go like go to work or something right and i'll be at work for a couple hours and uh like i get free time at my job sometimes like it's it's pretty chill but um i'll text my girlfriend at the exact same time she's opening our messages <laughs> like the and it's been like three hours since i've texted her so it could have happened at any point in the last three hours but like i text her rated 916 and it, it's instantly red like it's so weird like i, I don't know you guess you get what i'm saying like i don't know i don't know man it's, yeah, it's like and sometimes it's sometimes really strange just like um like when you hang around someone for so long you just kind of start to know them you start to know like how they think, what they do when something happens, like to the point which you could, it almost feels as though like you're reading their minds that you know them so yeah. well. Like yep. it's not, it's just really fucking weird sometimes. Like, like, a, uh, once again, me and tipsy, like the second, she would say something, she would immediately have like a look on her face. Like, all right, let's go ahead and say it Otto. And then I would say the thing and she'd be like, yep. <laughs> Yep, there it is. <laughs> like yeah. Because me and her have just been around for so long. Yeah. It's like, no, there's actually been a few times in which it's just like <clears throat> where she would say something and she'd be like, don't, don't auto, don't say it. <laughs> and I would just do my goblin laughter. 
Yeah. Because she because she knows where I was going. She knows that um when she says something, she'll know that I would try to say something in it. <laughs> well, I always wonder if there is like like some kind of like underlying telepathy that people can have like un like unconsciously that you can have with someone. You know what I mean? Not so much that you're like read like literally reading someone's thoughts, but that like your brains are just like connected in a way. I don't know. You know what I mean? And I mean, I don't know. There's, there's, they say there's some stuff like that is actually possible, man. If you put like, uh, if you, I don't know if you guys have heard about the CIA documents that like leaked and this was like a while ago, but like supposedly telepathy is actually, like, actually possible. Like astral projection, all that kind of weird stuff that like is like pseudoscience. Like a lot of like, has, a lot of that has been looked into and is like arguably well, I mean, provable. Well, well, I mean, like, considering that, what, 98% of our brain is currently locked to us, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure that if someone was able to do, like, 100% of the brain, like, I wonder what would happen if we were able to do that, whether someone would be getting, like, insanely Oof. smart, or would yeah. they become, like, an actual psychic? <laughs> like, it's honestly, it's honestly a bit crazy to really think about. Well, it's like, I mean, and if you even apply that to like, um, like you think about like wavelengths, how they actually work, and like you have a, a the human body like provides an electric magnetic field. Like your body actually, your brain creates an electromagnetic field. Like that's actual proof. Like that's proven. So mm -hmm. like, but like you think about things like even like radio waves and stuff like that. Like they could travel so far and they carry a sound to you. So it's like is is like thoughts are. I guess it, I don't know, like thoughts or feelings, especially like, you know, you can like read people's feelings. You ever meet someone and you can read them like instantly. You know what I mean? And you have people that are like very empathic and like they can pretty much tell you a lot about someone just off of meeting them. Like it's weird how that kind of stuff exists. Yeah. It's, I think it just depends from just from person to person. Cause like, uh, my mom, it's like she's one. She always describes herself as someone that's able to make friends and at a funeral. And then there are also a lot of times in which she would just understand uh, things that are going on. Like a uh, Till Turtle, like um, like a uh, she trained for a long time to help take care of me because I have autism. Mm. And so because of that, she had to uh, work at a lot of like uh, mental classes and things like that in order to truly understand those with autism. So it's like yeah. she it's like she knows uh like whenever I do something that's typically a sign of uh one thing or another and same thing with a lot of other people like I actually that's how my mom is No it's actually really funny you bring that up um that's what I do for full time work I I'm a support professional for individuals with, like autism um Hell yeah. disabilities so these are like ticks like certain like I mean I, I ticks or behaviors like whatever you know terminology people refer to them you can refer to it as whatever but i work with like a couple different individuals and you can tell how they're feeling or what they're thinking and a lot of them aren't verbal right so mm -hmm. you have to be able to read them you know what i mean like they might make sounds or they might like do certain things like i have a guy who he's like always doing this like like on everything like he's just slapping his hand or whatever like and that's part of like him trying to process outside information that it's it, he's trying to cope with his senses you know what I mean? yeah it's like oh yeah dude i completely understand because i 
Like, in all honesty, if I never told you that I had it, would you have believed me? Well, my audio cut for one second. What'd you say? I'm sorry. Well, um, what I'm asking is, if I never, if I never said that I had autism, would you have believed me? No. <laughs> yeah, like a lot. Some people are very high functioning. And I mean, I, I always like, I always stand up for people. Like people think that autism is, is like a, like a defect, but in a lot of ways, like a lot of these individuals are capable of stuff. Like I, I'm neuro, I'm neuro, neurotypical, I think is the, the term I'm neurotypical and they do shit that like amazes me. You know what I mean? And you see it all the time. Like, um, there's this one kid, my girlfriend loves on TikTok. He's a five-year-old kid and he's got autism. Um, he can like replicate fonts exactly from memory. Mm-hmm. And you could tell yeah, him to, he could like write a logo out and it looks exactly like the logo. And you could tell him to do like this font and he'll write a word in that font. And then another font and another, and he's a five-year-old dude. Like how is a five-year-old child memorizing fonts like that? Like, yeah, I think the, I think the term for that, uh, is, uh, geez, like a savant, I believe it's yeah, when they, yep. It's when they have like an insane skill in uh, one thing or another. Yep. Yep. That's yeah. It's like equivalent of being like a prodigy. I mean, I honestly, I believe like even if like a lot of the prodigies in history haven't been or weren't diagnosed with like with autism or something like that. I believe a lot of people that are prodigies are on the spectrum (laughs) because they've become just so like. It's like second nature. So so many of these things just become second nature. Like it's the same for me as like breathing, the stuff that some of these people can do. It's amazing. Yeah. It's like it's a it's certainly one of those things where it's like like you wouldn't like you would never honestly see it, but once you really start to understand those with autism, like we're honestly it's like we're honestly capable of some insane feats. Uh yeah, it, no, uh, absolutely. depending depending on like a yeah depending on just circumstances but of course though there there are also a lot of those people where it's just like eh, i don't really give a shit about this kid like they're yeah. way too they're way too different from other kids and yeah. they don't bother to try to understand them no like I, fucking I, hell literally i have a um you know part of my training that we do and i i i do training every year like i have to do um it's like con- consistent training, essentially, like every year, every couple of months or whatever, six months or so, we'll do like a retraining and stuff. And there's actually a video on uh, this girl and she's like 13, 14 in the video. Um, and she they for a long time, her parents, her doctors, everybody believed that she was very like relatively low functioning, you know, not able to really communicate. Um, she would have like behaviors where she would like defecate and like smear it like all like, you know, just just really like. From the perspective, you're like, you know, there must not be a lot going on, quote. Um, But then they gave her a computer and she was typing full sentences very eloquently, like like she'd been doing that for so long. And it Mm. actually like went on to like help her with her behaviors and stuff because she could actually relay the people around her how she was feeling, what she was thinking, what she wants from life, what she wants to do. Um, Yeah, it's like it's it's crazy. And like her dad, her dad in the video actually like kind of breaks down and cries because he's like, for so long, I would talk about her like she wasn't there. Like in the room, you know, he'd be talking to the mom about his daughter, believing that she can't understand it, like that she's not capable of really grasping what he's saying. Meanwhile, she completely understands everything. Mm-hmm. 
it's like those it's like those that are on the spectrum like we don't really verbalize all that much when we're younger it's only when we start to grow older that's when we start to like really like really start trying to talk in order to try and get uh what we want out uh, but uh, when we're but whenever we're younger we typically try to like a, we can't really verbalize anything so we try to get out what we want based on other things like you like what you just said sometimes it's through a computer others through like physical means and for those like myself it was uh oh geez louise i think it was for me it was like through a bunch of animal noises like okay. because like depending on what animal noise i made as well as my like a uh, uh like my body language as well uh, people would str- would start to un- slowly understand what each of those meant. Like I made a specific, I made a specific animal sound. It would mean that uh, I was hungry. I made another specific animal sound. That would mean that I wanted to be alone. Make another specific animal sound. So on, so forth. It was only when I was, I think I was like ten or eleven that I really started to, <clears throat> I really started to lose those animal sounds and started to. Uh, slowly pick up you know uh, actually wanting to say stuff because at that point that's what I'm that's where that's when I'm you know I just wanted to actually speak that's when I actually wanted to speak to learn to speak and things like that yeah so over time it became you realized it was like an advantage it became more like of a not a necessity I guess I want to say I guess convenience yeah, convenience. That's perfect. Yep. <laughs> and it's like yeah, it's a, it's like it's honestly up to the parents and everyone around them to try to understand that those with autism, like they may not be able to speak all that well. They may not be able to articulate. Like yeah. if you were to go back to when I was like you know very young, I am not. I was not nearly this articulate all those years ago. It was yeah. only when it's only nowadays where it's just like okay, now I can really speak and really get my thoughts out there. However, all those years ago, it's kind of up to the parents and their media families and friends and things like that to try to understand that like, yeah, those with autism, they try, they can't really say stuff. So they try to communicate in other ways. Like uh, what what, uh, Turtle went through uh, with his nephew. Like he had to slowly understand yeah, those with autism, they kind of operate on different wavelengths than than quote unquote normal people. Yeah. So he had to. So, yeah. So he had to try and understand like uh, the different ticks of his nephew. <clears throat> and oh, yeah. there are always there are always sources out there. There's always like you know the internet. There's always doctors there to help, uh, to give advice and things like that. So, in all honesty, it always just sickens me whenever someone just abandons their kid with autism and it's like yeah i don't want to bother uh learning about this uh yeah, like fucking hell man i run into that i've run into that a lot with unfortunately with a lot of the individuals i support a lot of them their family just kind of disappeared mm-hmm. um like the guy i was telling you about you know he does like the the knocking right um like he's not very verbal um Mm-mm. And like the only person he really had like a relationship with his mom and then his mom passed away a couple years ago and his sister just kind of like off the face of the planet. 
really sad. Yeah. Um, if people would take the time, you know what I mean? And I get it's, it's challenging. I completely understand that. Right. Um, because you know, you you want to understand and, but you can't really get there. You don't know how to get there. And that's part of like the, the journey of it is learning how to get there and mm-hmm. helping, helping the individual, the person who's like struggling to try and find an outlet, you know, you, you gotta, they, they, they need that help to kind of get there. I mean, life's hard enough already, right? Even as a neurotypical person, life is fucking difficult. So imagine that you have issues processing sensory information. You have issues communicating. You have issues controlling your own emotions just as a base. And then you com- combine those other things and it only exasperates that problem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, so like, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, if I didn't, if I wasn't fortunate, uh, fortunate enough to be born in a family that was capable of learning and that my mom was so willing to to learn about those with autism to help me i would not i would not be the way i am today i can definitely say that for certain like turtle like turtle and uh, corn here i've already heard the story multiple times so i won't go over it but uh yeah it's like it's thanks to her as well as my entire family that I'm able to articulate. I'm able to talk like this. Yep. Um, I'm able to look like a quote unquote normal person so much. But it's only because of the journey that uh, I was able to be like this. The yeah, well, one hey, which I mean, if you if you never saw me, you would never believe me. Uh, <clears throat> I don't think you need to hear, but congrats to you, man, for like, you know making that happen and because i know it's been work on your end as well obviously you know like your family mm-hmm. supported you and helped you but i'm sure it wasn't any easy task for you as well <laughs> so definitely have a, a lot of respect for you for that man for real thanks dude yeah man gunner i think we're possibly getting to the time that you gotta go yeah unfortunately um I mean, I'm definitely down. If you guys want to have me back sometime, let me. Oh, love to. Would love to have you not back. No problem. Even if I'm just not like the, uh, the the guest or whatever, I'll still come by or whatever. I mean, whatever, man. I'm down. It's cool <laughs> as long as we can work out the scheduling and timing and all that crap. Oh, for <laughs> sure. The hard part. But <laughs> we can do it, man. Yeah, for sure. All kinds of different stuff or whatever, for sure. Yeah, it's like, I think me and Gunner talked way too much because you guys barely got in any work. <laughs> listen, listen. I- I can't right now. I actually need I actually need you or corn to possibly do outro. Well, I think for that last bit though, Otto, um, I think it was stuff that I mean, obviously you have a lot of personal experience with. And I have uh obviously nowhere near as much, but I've been doing uh, I've been doing this work for two and a half years now. Um so a fair amount, you know. I mean just kind of connected over that so i don't think anybody minded oh no no um then as far as what he was saying um there's a cys thing right now that me and my wife are actually taking care of my nephew my sister okay so i'm learning everything yeah learning that i have a little bit more patience than i thought i did because it is it is very very difficult he is three he is three absolutely Nonverbal. Uh, my my um my niece is four and she's on the spectrum. Yeah. Um she's, my sister she's, just completely dropped her, dropped him as soon as she heard anything. That's sad. 
Hey, but mm-hmm. hey, props to you, Turtle, and much respect to you, man, for trying to step up and and Expand. take care of them. Do, do the right thing, man. Honestly, a responsibility that you shouldn't be put on you, you know, as far as how things should should work. But it's good that your nephew has someone like you in his life, for real. Hey, what's what's going on with your niece? What's going on? Um, so I mean, as far as we could tell, she's really like she's pretty high functioning. Her major issue is talking. Same. She yeah. tries to talk. She really tries to talk. You could t- most of the time you could tell what she's saying, what she's trying to say. You know, context clues. Um, you kind of piece together some of the words that she says better than other words. Uh, mm-hmm. But her major issue is like really effectively talking. You know, she's four. Um, she's in preschool, getting ready or, or like daycare preschool, whatever. Um, you know, going to be going, going to kindergarten in a little bit. And you know, you compare her to other children her age, which <laughs> like not saying that you you know like we don't do that, right? Because you shouldn't like she's dealing with a whole other thing than half these kids. Ninety percent of these kids are dealing with. You know what I mean? Like, but oh yeah, uh, yeah, it's like, her, it's not, yeah. It's like it's not really her fault that she was born yeah. that way. It's just like exactly. It's just something that just happens. It's like and yeah. trying to blame the kid for that. It's like at that point, I just want to choke. I just want to like slap you or something whenever you try to be like, yeah, it's the kid's fault that she was born this way. It's like no, yeah, it like, wasn't. Like how it was not. It was not her fucking fault that she was born with that. <laughs> Well, that's the same thing when people are like, <laughs> you know, like people discriminate against like, you know, people on, with autism or like racism or like sexism. It's like you literally have no choice in any of that, dude. Like <laughs> I, I was I chose to be born a male as much as I, cho- I chose to be born white. Zero uh, percent either, dude. Neither one. And it's like you think the kids are responsible for being autistic like that doesn't. You come out and you're like, whoa. Yeah, like something here doesn't check out. Nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like what? It, what? Why? Why? Why this? Like, what? you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But now my That's my it. niece, man, she's uh, she's really smart though. Like, people don't see that because they stop when they don't understand her. Yeah. Yeah. She's really intelligent. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, and it's so, and it's always best to try to catch that shit early. Like, yeah. If you like, if you try to like a couple of my fr- a couple of the friends that I have, like uh, they basically they basically told me, yeah, I'm actually going to go and check to see if I'm actually on the spectrum because I may be on it, and I'm just like, yeah, you really should. <laughs> like you brought, it's like your parents probably should have checked that when you were significantly younger. Well, I mean, I think honestly, you know, sorry, I'm not trying to cut you off. My bad. Um, I, I think everybody should be. I mean. It can present itself in so many different ways. There's no like cookie cutter of autism. This mm-hmm. is not how it works. It's it, as much as everybody's every neurotypical person is an individual in their own right and use things and thinks things differently and all that stuff. It's the same with like individuals with autism. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's no there's no checklist. Like I mean there I guess there is medically, but like it doesn't mean that every person is going to be exactly the same. No, yeah, because on the yeah. on the disorder, or they're neurotypical or not. Like that's not how life works. <laughs> yeah, because like for, yeah, because like for me, it's like a uh, from what I've been told. Like I said, I never talked until I was like you know eight or something, and even then, it was just basically animal noises, as yeah. well as simple fact that uh, I was far away from everyone else. I kept getting sick a lot, as well as simple fact that I never actually crawled forwards or mm. walked the very first time that i was i was able to start moving on my own was crawling backwards 
that's and apparently that's actually, that was the only that was one of the few things that i wanted to that i actually learned to do on my own so that's when my mom's like okay we should probably go ahead and check to see if he's on the spectrum or not i think i was like three or four and ever since then uh my family has always been really accommodating towards that and if I they think, didn't uh, if they never caught that or they never bothered yep oh boy <laughs> yeah and i think i've actually heard that before about um you know, some individuals autism that's like an early sign is like actually crawling backwards is the way to be able to tell. <laughs> um, I've heard it like from several several of the individuals I've worked with, like that's like their family or it was relayed, you know, or whatever. Like that's how they found out about it or really first to like first thought to get, you know, person checked or whatever. It's it's weird that uh, that's one of the ways it could present itself. I mean, it's interesting, not weird. Weird sounds <laughs> derogatory. <laughs> nah, I'll say it's weird. Okay, you can say it, man. That's, yeah, <laughs> like I could, like I could say it. I have the pass. Yeah, you you say whatever you want, man. That's fine. <laughs> you can say whatever you want about any, you know, any of that stuff. That's good. You got the pass. Man. <laughs> you got to make sure I, uh, I, you know, and that's like part of my job too is like you you figure out you got to talk about things the right way too because a lot of things like even like you look back on words like <clears throat> the R word, mm. you know. Right, we all uh, right like and that's why we like that's you we call it that now we don't use that word but like a while ago people thought oh that's how you refer to these people but it became derogatory you know people started using it as like an insult not a medical explanation so yeah it's like that's the that's one of the big things when it's like the evolute the evolution of words as i've heard it yeah. like a like um the word gay for example it's like back then it's like if i remember correctly uh, gay used to mean happy but nowadays it has a completely different meaning so whenever someone says oh that's so gay it's like what exact are they are they using the term from years ago or are they using the term for nowadays well and it's even like, like it's like fucking hell well it's interesting even like from country to country how certain words like um yeah. there was a term for cigarettes that british people called their cigarettes that is a derogatory term against gay men. <laughs> but that's what they call their cigarettes. Yeah, it's like even... it's a derogatory term against gay men. You know what I mean? So it's like it's weird how that they, those things can coexist too. Yeah, it's like or even expressions like a simple thumbs up. Like for us, it means like, yeah, good job, pal. But whenever you do it in like another country, it could mean it can mean the same thing for them as flipping the middle finger is to us. Yeah. Culture so is like, like what is it? Uh, Japan, like you don't make eye contact, is it? Isn't that Japan? I think like it's it's a sign of disrespect or something like that. Uh, I think, I think Japan? eye contact is supposed. I, it's like I know somewhere eye contact is supposed to mean like yeah, like a, basically like a yeah, you want to fight, pal. Yeah, like, yeah, I like don't, being I don't, as a, like, Let me check. Let's see, eye contact in. I don't remember Japan. Uh. Japanese culture, people are taught not to maintain eye contact with others because too much eye contact was often considered disrespectful. Yep. But it's like, but then um, in the United States, like here, if I'm talking to you and I'm just like, I'm looking away from you, you know, like I'm looking at the wall just, and you're talking it's considered to me. Disrespectful. You're, you're going you're gonna to be like, wow, you're not really interested in this conversation. That's kind of rude. You know what I mean? In Japan, eye contact means aggression. If you look someone in the eye, they look away. Direct eye contact is considered rude or intrusive. Yeah. It's weird how 
you know, all that stuff can play out just based on where you're at, the culture that you're in. Yeah, it's like I think it's like I think it was I think it's in China, I believe, where if you walk past a bunch of graves with your thumb out, like if you have if you have your hands in your pockets, you have your thumb out. That's considered a sign of disrespect uh, to the dead. And, and you know, for a lot of I think it was in China. I can't be certain, though. But even something like that, like for a lot of Westerners, like. We're going to be like, what? Like, I'm yeah, just we would... my ha- I just have my hands in my pants. Like, you know, you're just like walking around or like, that's just. That's just comfortable. Whatever. Like legit. Yeah. Whenever I was out trick or treating with the little guy, that's how I walked. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everyone would, it's like, uh, for us, it would be like, you know, we would give a double take whenever we'd hear something like that. But for them or for other countries, other cultures, it's just a sign of life. Yeah. It's like, it's just the way they were taught. But all right, guys, I hate to end it. It is pushing the time. Yes. Uh, I got a a long day tomorrow. All right. Heard that. Give us two minutes. Uh, Corn, uh, corn auto. Could one of you. I'm going to go ahead and start posting the links. (laughs) Oh, you post. I can talk. Okay. All right. Well, we'll start with, you know, the uh, the sad one. We got. uh, Oh, yes. Going to the rest of the year on shellback for what till the end of December. Mm-hmm. Turtle can post you a nice link about you know on why do you have the why link? Yep, everything's posted. But we're still trying to do donations for for shellback to try to push out you know current builds he has already out and ready trying to finish up. I mean, mm-hmm. if you're gonna do something good, really, if you want to you want to try to finish it off with a bang, I feel like that's the best way to put it. Uh, not that kind of being tipsy. Go ahead, what's up, Otto? To go, I was making a joke. Like, not that kind of being tipsy. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) turtle can give you a link to the um the link tree. There's always that, and that has he he already posted that. Did his channel, my channel, tipsies if she if she ever streams, which I'm I'm in that boat right now. I've got no room to talk. So, uh, and it has his the energy drink the uh. I think, we're, I think we're going with Ulti at this point. Yeah, yeah Ulti energy know. drink as well as a W energy drink. And, and, and the podcast. And the, other one, uh, and the podcast. Anymore. And the podcast. All the episodes. I was say, the yeah, all the, uh, all the current episodes up to 14. 14. Like 14 are on there. You know, do the old nice RSS feed. Mm-hmm. Get them on all your favorite places to, to listen to podcast information. And then I did also post uh, Gunner's Twitch and Gunner's uh, YouTube. I found those two. The only one I didn't find was your um, TikTok. I-, I have that on my phone. I couldn't find it on PC. Okay. I, think <laughs> I think it's just the same on there. I'm pretty sure. No worries. All right. We'll get all those uh, nice fun links in the description. Yep. And we'll be back tomorrow night with uh, Mad Viking King. Uh, we'll be doing that a little bit later uh and we'll go ahead and raid on out gunner thank you for being here you have a good rest of your night buddy guys take care it's a pleasure i'll see you sometime soon hopefully see you guys yeah man take care guys peace dude what nice chap Uh, we're gonna go ahead and raid on into brett Run into Brett's. Have some fun. All right.
Do 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 do